0: The coveted interview of the president of the Star County Fair, Dale Click, will join us in studio. I believe I'm now. Yeah. I have now agreed to do this,
1: and that was a special request by by Dale. He uh, he's a big fan of the program. He was excited to meet us. He felt like everybody else was small time. Now he's getting up into the big leagues on the Stansberry. Show.
2: Well, I
0: would yeah. agree
1: with that. There you go. But.
0: I would not come, no elephant ear in hand. That's
1: do, do you think he's going to have like overalls on? Like, do you think he's going to be full, fi- you know, fair garbed out? Just don't bring me Stark County's largest pig. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like I've already found a couple of them running around in some of the bars. I don't, I don't need anybody bringing me another one. But it will be interesting to talk to him. I, I, I'm very interested to know what some of the financials behind the Stark County Fair? Because there's a reason why every town does one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a reason why the counties do them.
1: It's because they make money. It's not just to show off like the 4-H rabbits. No, of course it's making money. Of course it is.
0: I'm I'm very interested to find out like total number through the gate and like all that, like what the record is. And like, I I was like, seriously, I was grasping last night. Like, what do you ask the president of the Stark (laughs) County Fair? It's like, so, you know, I I got like a list of like six, like fair intensive questions. (laughs) You know what I mean? And only Dale Click can give me the well, there you go. So luckily for me, yeah, my curiosity will will, will be quenched today. The hard hitting I... questions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how are you today, buddy?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, I uh, I feel like it's Friday. I woke up this morning. I was kind of excited. I'm it's like, yeah, not. It's Friday. And I was like, oh, it's not. Um, so that was kind of kicking the balls like, out of the gate. But uh, no, pretty good. Uh, yesterday, I actually I uh, went to a, a a place of of what do I want to say here? Um, you know, a business place. And I walked into the to the lobby, and I could tell like one of the women at the front desk knew who I was right out of the gate. And I was like, well, that's good. I like to know that, and it's always flattering and stuff. And then I realized. I'm kind of like, this is a medical building, and, like, these people have access into medical records, and it kind of threw me for a loop of, like, in these situations where, like, you know, it's not just getting stopped at Walmart saying, like, yo, dude, so happy you're here. It's somebody who has, like, access into my life. I was a little bit like, dude, "Mm." I I just
0: had this conversation with somebody yesterday at lunch, and I said there are certain people that I don't date because of the access they can have to your life. Like if I met a female cop I would want to date a female cop so bad but I just worry about how much access that is to my life when the relationship goes bad. I don't trust girls that I meet that work at cell phone stores and dude you have flown in the face of this I would
1: never date a chick who worked at the bank
0: like, dude, that's my social security number, right. my banking account right. information. You make them mad, dude. Things could go
1: haywire. You're right. I never even kind of put it through that filter, but of things course. can go haywire. Now, my girlfriend and I, she works at a banking institution. I bank at another institution. Ooh, is that like a topic
0: of conflict at the dinner table?
1: I don't think she's necessarily too concerned about the, I mean, you dude, know. if she
0: was walking around in mixed 94.1 t-shirts,
1: aren't you going to be pissed? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not, like, it's not like she puts her, like, pride into, like, the bank job. It's just like, oh, yeah, this uh, is uh, the... You hear? That big bank. <laughs> this is the bank that I work no, at. I know this. I like how most jobs and, are. And that's the thing too. Is she works at one of the biggest banks on the face of the she planet, does, yeah. and I bank with one of the biggest banks. So it's just like big banks oh, take little oh, banks. Oh, well, right. It's just one of those things where it's like you it know, won't be long. The two evil empires have more in common than they do, apart, you know, apart from each other. Um, but dude, it was just. I mean, like I said, it was a medical building, and it's not like I was going for like, yo, hey, I'm getting my herpes checked out or anything. It was just like a, you know, like, like an appointment I had. But still, just the kinda, herpes is just, next month. Just Kind of threw me for a loop there. Just kind of threw me for like a oh my god! Like what if what if the and I don't know if this woman was going to go through my stuff or not, but I was just like oh my god! She is now. Well, she has like all the access in the world to me. She knows what my social security it, number yeah, is. You know, she uh, gave her everything. Did she go through your
0: things? Uh, Absolutely, yeah, like, sure she Dude, did. Most human beings don't have what it Son takes not to bitch. do that.
1: I mean, it's not like what, what, what like I, like, said, I what always say about idea, our boss. But,
0: like our boss has the ability to listen into everything that happens in the studio, on right. and off the air. He has, dude. They're allowed to read our emails. Right. And knowing our boss the way we do, you tell me that guy doesn't read our emails? Yeah. Come yeah. On. I mean, yeah. Come does. on, I know he
1: does. He, uh, he's definitely one. That's of That's how those he
0: knows days. everything we say to one another when we only say it to each other in here. I kind of ca- how he knows. I kind
1: of caught him on something online the other day about that, and I was gonna call him out, and then I was like, Nah, dude, I don't want to get fired. I was like, Just oh. let it, let it go. Why? What? It was just it was like well our what? boss our boss not only not only does he have the time to sit around and listen to conversations Is and this about me? read emails <laughs> no it was not about you it was actually about a listener oh, and it, God. our boss along with those things he also has time to run fake twitter accounts and he clapped back on somebody about something and i was just like whoa how did you even know that and then i'm like oh that was kind of a private conversation there, so wow. yeah. So I, I was wow. gonna, I was gonna say something to him, and I was gonna say something to you, but I think I just forgot about it, and it wow. was just one, one of those things. So where this I had for, to whoa. do something with a listener
0: of ours. Oh yeah, and he was only able to pick up said information had he been listening to something that had been happening
1: in here. Seemed like it to yeah. me. Yeah,
0: you know, he always tells me, you, we can't do that." It's like, dude, I worked at this, I worked for this company fifteen years ago, and my boss could do it from his office then. You mean to tell me you got less technology in the last fifteen years? I was gonna say,
1: I mean, <laughs> you, you totally have the. Case capabilities to do it you right. totally do right yeah you, yeah, do. yeah you do yeah you do you microphones in this i mean there's microphones literally sitting in front of our faces right yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have audio recording equipment <laughs> of course you do of
0: course you do again like i said i mean dude I, this happened to me once before twice before and like i know you can do it and he always tells me no no no, we can't do that so you could do it 20 years ago in the industry but you can't do it now now maybe this place couldn't
3: do it well, i was gonna say
1: maybe we are paranoid i
0: can maybe see that i uh, i want to remind everybody you can join me tonight yeah As I'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill, their Lake Cable Jackson Township location. They have award-winning food, grilled fish tacos, gourmet burgers, and not your average bar food, Fantone. And the OSU kickoff is tonight. Ohio State Buckeyes taking on Indiana, and I'll be there from 7.30 to 9.30. TD's is putting $2 Coors Lights on special in an Ohio State keepsake pint glass. I always make the joke that TD's should be called TVs because everywhere you look, there's uh, there's a screen. I'll be out there from 7.30 to 9.30. In support of the Buckeyes, and we're actually going to be getting you hooked up with a pair of Buckeyes tickets for a future game. So nice. that'll be way really cool. Yeah, nice. that will be cool. I'll have Stan's show stickers with me as well. And apparently, they're making me do the El Diablo Heating challenge from his Mexican restaurant right next door. Three Gringos.
1: I uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about the El Diablo challenge here. Now, what is it? It's a giant burrito. I guess it's the like it's a va- va- I, he, he did a he didn't really
0: explain it all to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're just gonna eat it. And I, you know, you know me. I was like, "Well, yeah, I get sure, to eat, right?" So, like, I didn't question much of it. I guess it's like a, a spicy, like the world's spiciest burrito. He
1: claims. Okay, so it's more of a spice challenge. Yes, no, it's more a Size challenge. Yes, it's okay. more hot than
0: Jesus. Look how much of okay. that there is. But I'm not allowed to drink anything.
1: So, I thought that was interesting. Indeed, it is, buddy. Seven thirty tonight. Uh, what else you got going on? What's the stories with you? So what do
0: you got? I, I'm reading. Uh, do we finally completed this Kyrie Irving Boston trade?
1: Indeed, I um I think the paperwork gets signed by ten o'clock this morning is the is the deadline. But everything has been agreed. So to. So now it's about.
0: Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder. They're the, uh, a first round pick for what next year?
1: Correct. That's it, Brooklyn's first round. It's pick.
0: Brooklyn's first. So we we think it's going to be a number one pick. And then now Boston is going to send its 2020 second round pick to Miami. For and then, so what are we getting out of Miami then? Because it says Boston will send his 20 th-
1: from Miami. That's because, Boston, oh, okay, via Miami. Boston, Boston, okay, Boston, All right. very much like the Cleveland Browns right now, have a lot of uh, draft picks coming up. They have a lot of assets. They got a lot of like pieces in the war chest there. So now they're trading off those assets for actual players in Kyrie Irving, and that's one of the ones that are coming back. there. I
0: feel like the Cavs got lucky here. I, I feel like everybody knew what Isaiah Thomas's, you know, a hip. Thing was going about. You knew that going into it, and then the news broke about the trade. You feel like you lost the trade, and then we're like, ah, well, we're not going to do this now. And or or maybe there, you know, there, there, there's hiccups here with his medical, and so you stuck your heels back into the ground, trying to get something else. And I'm surprised you walked away with something else. I really am. I,
1: I think that you know, I think both teams could have looked at Isaiah Thomas and said, yes, he has an injured hip, and had different opinions on how long it would take, what the rehab, you know procedure would be. I would assume doctors, you know, for the Cavs are going to look at it in a different lens than doctors from the Celtics. So I don't think either team was necessarily trying to get over on the other one. Oh, I do. I think if this was just like it for, was just, th-
0: for three, four days. It was Boston got the best of the Cavs in the trade. The only people who felt like the Cavs won that trade live in Ohio.
1: Well, and if you think that differently now, then, I mean, you're talking about a second round NBA pick. Those, yeah. are, those are literally worthless. No, in like, the end, I,
0: in the end, I don't think we got the better end of this. I think it, now I could be making the mistake of going, well, Kyrie's the biggest piece in this whole thing and we're losing him. So that is the filter I'm using is, well, wait, Kyrie's the best player easily, hands down. He's going to be better than either one of these picks they get in the draft. As a matter of fact, they did it yesterday. I was watching ESPN and they did it. Like the last 25 years, like, guys in, in the top five picks in the NBA have all been busts. Most of them are busts. So, like, the pick, I don't think it, now, the pick could get you something. If you dangle the pick at somebody and we get an established player, that's going to be a very, very, very different thing. The moves aren't done yet. So I will say I think they have the chance to walk away being the the better of the two teams that, that went out, out of here. But right now, I think Boston still wins the trade because in my opinion, Kyrie Irving's the best piece moving around and we're losing him. And so, like to me, that feels like we've lost here a little bit. I don't know what the picks are going to turn into yet. If they turn into Anthony Davis and we, you know, we end up calling New Orleans, then you know, then yes, obviously the Cavaliers have won. Yeah. Move's definitely not done yet. The move's not done. So yes, midway through the trade, I feel as if Boston's leading. Right now, but there is potential for the Cavs to get it back all together and and, and end up the winner in there. I'm going to be very interested to see what happens. There was obviously some movement on the Browns as well. We're going to get into that at seven o'clock. A man was outside protesting yesterday because well, why not? We're all doing it now. I'll tell you what his beef was. Next on Rock 106.9,
4: Rock Station, Rock
0: 106.9, and welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9, eight o'clock. we will send you out to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival as we're broadcasting to you on this iHeartRadio station. September 22nd and 23rd, T-Mobile Arena. David Guetta's there, Harry Styles, Thomas Rhett, Kesha, and you. We'll send you out there. There's a slew of others. There. I don't know why I ended on Kesha. Sorry. And this woman who hasn't been heard from in 10 years.
1: It's all right. And Stansberry's mom.
0: She'll be there as well. Coldplay also there. The weekend, too. Legal and, weed? Yes.
1: Yeah? As a matter of fact, yeah.
0: Yeah, legal weed. you got to be careful on that, though, as apparently this guy in uh, Massachusetts is having some issues having smoked some legal marijuana. Okay. A man was wearing shoes, socks, and a skimpy green like speedo. Nothing else was outside protesting Tuesday morning outside a courthouse, and of course, he was smoking a bong while doing it. Jeez. Beside him were a couple of signs. Then one read, R- uh, "Return my bong," and the other one was, "Return my marijuana," because Jeffrey Shaver, 31 of Cambridge says that Waterloo Regional Police wrongfully arrested him for possession of marijuana last October he says they seized his bong and a small amount of pout and he wants everything back and he says "Phanto, I have a legal medical marijuana card Okay. five months after I got it I was arrested for possession of marijuana but I had my card on me so two days later I went back and I smoked marijuana on the front lawn of the police station of course you did you <sighs> idiot pothead you're doing it wrong and again they arrested me. Well yeah. Because yeah. you're not allowed to smoke marijuana in public like that. Yeah. I went to jail for the first time and they held me there for sixteen hours. You should probably be there longer. Pot Ed. And that charge, ironically, has already been dropped, and this is the and he said this is the very bong that they returned to me. He had it in his in his possession. The very bong. Damn, he then takes a hit in front off of it in front of like the people like interviewing him. Of course he does. They refuse to return the other one because they haven't dropped that marijuana charge as of yet, he says. He says he smokes pot to treat anxiety, depression, and oh, back pain.
1: Of course he does.
0: This arrest in which his stash and bong were seized happened at a memorial hospital. I was having a panic uh, you know, attack. I was brought there, had an issue with the vending machine, and I was charged with trespassing and causing a disturbance by yelling. They asked for me to leave, as I would imagine that they would. Police arrested and searched me. He has previously protested in Cambridge, said he got plenty of support from passerbys and motorists along Frederick Street. Of course, people are going to honk their horn and think it's
1: funny. Right. I mean, the dude that smoked a weed on the corner in a green thong. Yeah, of course I'm going to be like, all right. I mean... See, this is is why we can't get things done.
0: And this is why legal marijuana... Freaks out square people. This is why, because they think this is what they're gonna see in front of every business on their way into work, and what their kids are gonna see while they're on the school bus on their way to school. is half-dressed morons talking about how they can't smoke weed in front of the, on the courthouse steps. It's dude, marijuana always has the worst spokespeople out there for it, and part of it is the news's fault because anytime there's a like, I, and again, excuse this because of what's happening in Houston. But anytime there's like a hurricane or like one of those things, what do the news do? They go and find you like the worst of the worst and roll it because that's what that's what people will find entertaining. Yeah. Not informative, but entertaining.
1: Yeah, that problem's certainly not exclusive to marijuana, but it is a problem for well, it. Well, this I is mean, the
0: new thing, though, and and I think that there are huge benefits to this country full-on legalizing marijuana, but idiots like this are what's standing in the way of doing that because, honestly, I don't know what I say to the people who are afraid to legalize today because I'm like, yeah, you're right. The, these, these things
1: are going to happen. I guess this dude's Protesting, being arrested. So if it were truly legal, the guy wouldn't be there. But that's you're I applying mean, a lot right, of logic. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You're and, applying and, a lot
0: and, of logic to anti-marijuana,
1: right? Orders. And that's 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 I guess kind of beside the point. I guess you're with, right, but
0: that's not how the world works.
1: I mean, with this dude, you, you know, you mentioned that the guy smoked pot on the on the lawn of the police station. It's like, dude, what what did you think was going to happen? Right. You, you you have to have a little bit of understanding that even in a state where you know, even if it is legal, like it is in Nevada like you can't just go to a cop station and start blowing blood smoke in his face and you deserve there needs to be some consequence for that stupidity yes
0: yes we have to protect you from you like if you're an idiot on this level, then yes, then we're going to put you in jail. And you can't
1: just like okay, like downtown Canton, you can drink alcohol in Door. the streets, right? You know, you can you can you can you can get your beer at Buzzbin and you can walk out and you can drink it. But I can't go give like Officer Lamar Sharp a beer shower. I'm going to be arrested. You know what I'm saying? I can't like start beer bonging drinks in the middle of the streets. Like y- y- there, there's there's lines. stuff. <sighs> well, now, like, now I got now
0: now I got to do that. Now now I, now I got to pour beer off of Lamar Sharp said I can't you know know what do I'm that. Like, no he would just, hate
1: that. It, well but it's just you. Know, right. You have to understand, as an adult, like you're trying to avoid problems. If you think that like, going out there in a green thong and talking about, like, dude, free the leaf, free my bong, uh-huh. man. Dude, you, I mean, you're setting everything, so everything that you're working towards, everything goal that you want. You're setting that back and, so far. Dude,
0: if you're protesting over the fact that you got arrested over something that, that honestly you should have been able to have, I guess, which, first of all, I don't believe any legal marijuana state is like, yeah, just carry a bong around with you. Like, I can't imagine that paraphernalia is one in of those public? things. No. Yeah, no. There's no way used paraphernalia is going to fly like that. Right. Especially something you use where people can see you using it in public. If you have a small amount, I don't know what the amounts are and where this guy is, but if you have a small amount of marijuana and they can, and you, honestly, I believe you actually have to even have the receipt or at least proof of where you got it, that, that you obtained it from a, le- that's the other thing, is that if you get caught with weed in, the, in, in a legal marijuana place, you have to be able to provide proof of where it came from. Or they can arrest dude, people don't realize this is what this is what happens. Is stuff then gets legalized. People are like, well, I could just smoke weed everywhere. No, you can't. You're an idiot. And if that's what you thought, then honestly you're you deserve to get arrested because, honestly, you're too dumb to be walking around.
1: You know, this, this dude, obviously a terrible spokesperson for the concept of medical it's the marijuana. the last thing we need. Um, Flies in the face of what we need. It, oh, well, well, I'm helping my back, and my, I was having an anxiety attack in the hospital, and it's now, like, God, dude. Now, like, well, it, right. If you're in the hospital,
0: somebody at the hospital could give you something for an anxiety attack outside of the marijuana. Now, I will tell you that I do believe people will self-medicate and have been self-medicating anxiety issues with marijuana forever. 100%. I believe I'm one of those people who has historically been known to do that. Like, I believe I probably have some anxiety, and I have used
1: that substance in the past to help that anxiety. I believe that. And I think there's plenty of people who have smoked Dope to the point where they've made themselves like prone to anxiety attacks. So, Agree. It's a fine line there of like because
0: paranoia and anxiety are a little bit in the same family uh, there,
1: blurred line, at a least, little overlap, at least adjacent there. Um, it, it just I don't know this guy in particular. It's just like dude. I get it. I think marijuana should be legal, too. I 100% support that. But if that's your only cause, and that's your only, like, standing... Then grow up. Exactly. Then grow up. and And what other way is this dude, like... Dude, marijuana
0: is never going to be pushed down field by the tie-dyes. It's never going to be the tie-dyes and Birkenstock people and the, and, and the people with the long beards and the man buns. It's never going to be them. It's not going to be them because everybody looks at you and thinks you're an idiot. And I'm not telling you that's not fair. I, that's, it's probably is unfair. But that, dude, the world isn't fair. Daniel is what I can hear my father screaming from beyond the grave. The world is not fair. I've always said this about the legal marijuana thing. It needs more Bill Mars and less Cheech and Chong's. If if we can get it there, get more Bill Maher's out there talking about it, less Cheech and Chong's, and you end up getting what you want. When does Ohio get medical
1: marijuana? It's got to be somewhat we're, we're, soon. Right? I, uh,
0: I, I think we're going to drag our feet. I really do. I've, I've been on record saying, ah, no, dude, Ohio will come around. I don't know, man. We really effed
1: that up, dude. We, we did. really did. I mean, the Ohio voting population that, that came out and decided, no, we can't have only 10 people making money off of it. No, we'll get a medical bill. We'll change it then. You effed everything up. You, you, you did everything up.
0: You would think farm country would be like, yeah, you know what, yeah, grow it, dude, crops, yeah, grow absolutely, it. dude, allow me to make more crops, we yeah, so wa- weed, dude, I want to be able to do that, yeah, you would think, you would think, but mm-hmm. then people got to walk back that lie on their on their mm-hmm. high school kids about if they smoke one joint, they won't be able to be successful, you know what I mean? Because Michael Phelps wasn't able to ob- to obtain any any success in his life whatsoever, none. But that's, I mean, dude, it's Reefer Madness. It's the way yeah. it's always been. It's yeah. just a misunderstood product. It's just the way it is. I was wrong once again, and this time I'm so happy I'm wrong because, I, dude, it looks like we're going to get another event we really want. I said, I think it was two days ago, that this wouldn't happen. And now it looks like it's going to, and I'm all excited. I'll get you filled in next on Rock 106.9.
4: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit picks. The Stansbury Show.
3: Chilling in the studes with my dudes.
4: On Rock 106.9.
0: Hey guys, you got Sansbury here. People ask me all the time, Sansbury, where can I find a job that will supply me with enough money to pay my bills? Well, if you're a licensed medical insurance agent, TrueBridge is that place. They're a Trazac company and they're looking to hire you. They're in North Canton and they're looking for caring people that want to help seniors understand Medicare options and choose the plan that will be best for them. If you don't have your insurance license, but would like to have one, TrueBridge will help you get it and for free. TrueBridge will provide you all the training you're looking for to earn your your medical insurance license, like I said, for free. If you want to know more, dial pound 250 and use the keyword True Bridge. That's pound 250, keyword TrueBridge. 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 1069. 745 will get you hooked up with Stark County Fair tickets. Tractor pool tickets come with those. Oh yeah. Then after 9 o'clock when we talk to Dale Click, President Stark County Fair We'll do Star County Fair tickets and then demolition derby tickets for that. I uh, I was like flipping a coin, like which one of those is cooler. I don't know.
1: Dude, when it comes to tractor pulling or crashing cars, man, cooler. Sansbury, you're using the wrong word. They're both pretty sweet. Um, I'm surprised there's not like an amusement park or something where you can go do demolition derby. I figured that would be one of those things that people like love that rage. People love that. You ever done it? Oh, Oh, it's awesome. Like, my
0: buddy used to do it at, like, I don't know, some fair that was out by Ravenna. Okay. And, like, the one year, like, they had, like, like a practice, like, trial run, like, the day before. And, like, he put me in the car, and he was like, all right, well, now you drive it. And I was like, what? And so then I was like, dude, I like smashing a car on purpose. I mean, it's it's one of those things. You have to like kind of force yourself to do it the first time.
1: Right. You'd be a little bit like, I don't want to do this. Every
0: other day of my life, I go out of my way to make sure this doesn't happen. And now look at me like pedal to the floor trying to make sure it does.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it would be an insurance nightmare. But like, I don't know. There's plenty of things where we have like, you know, you're jumping out of an airplane. You'd think that'd be an insurance nightmare too. People still do it. Yeah. So I figure, I mean, I just can't believe there's not like... Like an amusement park, low overhead. All you'd have to do is buy a bunch of clunkers, let people smash them into each other. You text and drive, you wouldn't get in trouble. Hey, North Canton Collision, you guys listening? <laughs> Seriously,
0: I feel like we're on to something. Let's go into business together. What a good idea!
4: Right, they've got the clunkers. I'm sure.
0: Oh, I'm sure they could do. Whether or not they have them, I know they get could. Em. I know they could acquire they know, them. They know yes. where To get them, they know exactly.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I had said the other day, and I was wrong about it, that I did not think we would get McGregor, uh, Conor McGregor, and Nate Diaz again because I was—he just made like a hundred million dollars, you know, or whatever it was, fighting Floyd Mayweather. I don't know the exact dollar amount, and I know he's contracted under UFC, and he's got to fight at least—I think it's three more times before he can end his contract. I think it is two or three more fights or whatever it is. Is
1: there right? another competitor? I know there's Bellator. Is that like a legit competitor to UFC, or is that like? It would be like—I'll put it through this back. filter for
0: you. Most guys, when we were growing up, would want to be in the WWE, and the WCW would be like where you would go, but you wish you were in the WWE. Now you're
1: speaking my language. See? It's the Canadian football of MMA. Exactly right.
0: Right? And so UFC's the brand. That's where you want to be. But you could make the argument, and you'd be pretty right about it, is that Conor now is the brand. And... I thought Connor would do what a lot of fighters were going to do, what Floyd Mayweather did his entire career, which is like, ah, I'll fight guys who are a little bit past it now versus going back into the cage with the guy who can physically really hurt me, which is Nate Diaz, because he can And I was worried UFC fans like myself, because I'm more of a UFC fan now than I am a boxing fan. They're completely different sports, and, uh, dude, boxing has had a little resurgence, and I do want to see that Triple G Canelo fight. I am very excited to see that. But I like the UFC. And so I was worried that if you, if you pay Conor McGregor all this money, he's got no incentive to fight Nate Diaz. But I forgot about that thing in fighters that is wanting to prove that you're the best fighter. And so he's now, our, or not he, I should say, but people in Conor's camp are saying that he wants Nate Diaz. He wants the trilogy. McGregor, uh, McGregor's manager told MMA Junkie he wants that trilogy, Immediately, this was said after Saturday's fight. Now, he's commented on the possibility himself, Connor has. And he says, I'm ready to fight Diaz, but I want it contested at 155. He went up in weight class to fight Nate Diaz at 170 twice. 1-1, lost one. And he says, now I'm the 155 champion. Nate Diaz has to come down and wait and fight me at 155. Now, I don't know Nate Diaz personally, but I have followed his career. And I'm telling you, he's going to foam at the mouth for this fight. And if it's, what, 15, 20 pounds or whatever it is, he's got to drop to fight him. He's going to do it. We're going to get this fight.
1: Now, dude, to like me, I'm like, yeah, dude, I could drop 20 pounds relatively quick. But like, I'm fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm American. I'm like, I'm like, I'm eating Roman burgers all the time. These guys are already lean. Right. These dudes are already cut. That's a great point. You could find 20, like,
0: do fat people like me can lose 20 pounds in a month. Yeah. Oh, no problem. The first 20 pounds you could lose in a month. I remember when I had my trainer, I did. I lost like 20 pounds in a month. And then the next 25 took forever. Because right. what happens is your body plateaus. And so that will be tough. I didn't think about that, but you're right. That will be tough for Nate Diaz to shed that weight.
1: Because at that point, really, what Nate Diaz is doing is he's going to have to give up muscle. I mean, you can't give up bone. You right. know what I'm saying? You can't give up organs. Like, the only thing left you have when you have 2% body fat is muscle. So that's that's a tough place to be in. When it comes to fights like that, um, is that usually do you guys go up or do guys come back down to fight the, fight the small? It all
0: depends bit? on the matching. I mean, it, 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 we've seen a lot of both. And I've... Having, I was never a Conor hater, but there are people in the UFC like that's their fighter. Nate Diaz is my fighter. Right. I'm a Nate Diaz fan, right? Right, and so I've always respected Conor though because he will go up and I mean, did he? He'll put on weight to fight guys who are bigger than him, so, which is to be
1: commended. So you do have to put the weight on. You can't stay at 155 and just say, "Yo, I'm willing to fight a 170." No, I, or you I, have to go up in the. Do not quote off. me because we're getting deep into like okay. real
0: rules here. But okay. but I I am of the belief. Or of of the understanding that because of like the medical implications of what could happen to you, that yes, they want you as close to the weight class as humanly they've possible. Got you, they've
1: got you putting the pounds on I him. believe okay. they do, actually do. I know it was
0: talked about a lot when he had to go up to 170 to fight Nate Diaz. Um, I, I mean, he went up it, in th- weight.
1: This just goes back to the human cockfighting days of UFC when it first started. But dude, I can remember like Tank Abbott fighting like little ass dudes. You know what I'm well, saying? And that was awesome. That really was.
0: It was awesome. And that's why they couldn't get into places like New York and other right. places because we were like, dude, the, you're right. It's like, this is human cockfighting. you right. can't do this. And so like that's why they started to regulate. And actually, and you got to give UFC credit here, this is wildly underreported by the media. UFC changed all that stuff on their own. There didn't have to be like this dragging of like the staunch, like, you know, establishment of the sport, like the way you have to drag baseball into things, the way you have to drag the NFL into things. UFC was like, no, dude, we want to be the biggest sport on the planet. So we're going to get out ahead of all of this and not have it be like, well, you had to be told to do that, though. Like seatbelts and cars. Like, dude, they didn't want it to be that. They wanted to be out there early on it, which I commend the UFC for.
1: Yeah, I don't know when they made that switch. But that obviously made a difference. It's it did. smart business. It, it made a difference in their overall. It's the
0: reason why they bought a sport for two million and sold it for four billion.
1: Yeah, the size of the brand has just grown so much under that time. It'd be hard to argue that 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 wasn't pretty uh, smart, a savvy move right there. Um, it, Conor McGregor's still going to get paid on this and handsomely, right? I know he's not going to pay them a hundred million, but what's he going to make? Like thirty?
0: Well, that's the thing I think I mean, is going to hold this up, is that for at least a little while, is because Nate Diaz is sitting there going. I know what McGreg- if McGregor wants to fight in the UFC, there's no bigger fight than me. Right. Do nobody cares. Like, will people watch a Conor McGregor fight anybody? Yes. Will, will Conor McGregor sell pay-per-views no matter who he fights? Yes. But nobody's going to get paid off the way you would unless it's Conor Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz kind of knows that. And I'm sure he's sitting there watching all that Floyd money floating around going, you know what, Dana, you're going to have to pay me to get in there, bro. You're gonna I mean, and so I've said now that Dana White's gonna have a headache on his hands with the UFC because all these guys are gonna wanna start getting paid because they've seen the kind of money that can happen. Now I know it was mixing boxing and UFC, but You're applying logic to guys who get punched in the head for a living.
1: Right. No, I mean, (laughs) you you see people getting paid, you're going to say, pay me. I mean, why wouldn't you put your hand out in that situation? Of course you're looking to. Um, Dude, I say, let's get it on, man. You know, third time, I feel like this is a pretty, like, this is the, the rivalry in MMA. Like, do it. This is the fight we deserve.
0: Nate won the first fight. Connor won the second fight. And having watched both fights, having seen both fights, I said when Conor won the second fight that he did enough to where you can claim him the victor, but it could have gone either way. And I felt like the UFC wanted Conor to win, and but he did enough to win the fight. So it's not like Nate Diaz got robbed, but it was a, it could have, the decision could have gone either way. And I feel like, and that's what sports should do. You should highlight your stars. That's just the way it is. And it's the way of the world, dude. And so I'm excited and foaming at the mouth to see this fight. And I will make an early prediction as the fight's not even been set yet. But Conor's going to, honestly, he's going to be guilty of getting drunk on that money and realizing, dude, that I don't have to fight in the UFC to save my life anymore where Nate Diaz does. And I think, dude, you're going to get in the cage with a bad man who can dismantle you from feet away. And I think, honestly, Conor's going to get his ass whooped. Now, I will tell you, part of that is that's what I want to have happen. I'm a Nate Diaz fan. I want to see Nate Diaz beat the living crap out of Conor McGregor. It's not even because I hate McGregor. I just know he's a great competitor, and I want the guy I like to beat the best. And I have always maintained this, and I bet, and I would bet most MMA fighters would tell me I'm right about this. And I know it doesn't matter because it's never going to happen like this. But if you take both these guys to Lobby's parking lot and you let them fight Friday night, Conor McGregor ends up running away from Nate Diaz. In the cage, it's different. You let these two street fight, Nate Diaz beats the living crap out of Conor McGregor. The Browns made a couple of huge moves yesterday. We all felt like one of them was a win until we saw how it ended. Now the coin's back up in the air flipping. We'll get you filled in next on Rock (laughs) 106.9.
4: Stansbury Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. 7:45, will get you up with a pair of Stark County Fair tickets. That will come with tractor pull tickets too. Yeah. Then nine o'clock, we'll talk to uh, the president of the Stark County Fair, Dale Click, who's apparently pretty excited to come into the studio. Indeed, he is, dude. I think he's, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a little bit let down when he gets here and <laughs> doesn't realize when he realizes we don't have, you know, livestock feed. You know, troughs.
1: I don't know. <laughs> you know I don't mean? know, dude. I feel like the uh, I feel like the the Venn diagram of the Stansbury show audience and the Stark County Fair audience. Oh, huge overlap. A lot of overlap there, so I'm huge not surprised overlap. to find Dale in there. No, huge overlap. Sure.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. So the Browns made a couple of moves, and we'll start with Cameron Irving, who everybody in the world felt like we should trade, and we did. And I think we got a fifth round pick and we sent him to Kansas City. Now here's the problem is that I was on this get Cam Irving thing out of here. I was. Because, dude, he had been yeah. bad. I mean, he had been bad.
1: It never was good. You know what I'm saying? The dude never. I, I don't think I ever saw something out of Cam Irving, and I was, was like, yeah. All right, that's working. That's why we drafted him. No, it was constantly I mean, it, kicking it, the
0: balls. I think what? We wasted like a 19th, like the 19th overall pick on him, it was right? A first rounder yeah, for it was a sure. first-rounder Yeah, first-round pick, something like that. I, I, yeah, I think it was the 19th pick. But I just worry Andy Reid's like a really good
1: coach. And he's going to coach him up great, and <sighs> then it's going to look like that. Nah. There's other concerns in that area, but I don't. I agree. Andy Reid's a good coach, and the Kansas City Chiefs are honestly probably one of those sleeper teams in the NFL that not a lot of people are looking at that are going to be pretty uh, decent.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and apparently, dude, that quarterback thing situation that's happening there might be a little interesting because you know, everybody, no, people are lukewarm on Alex Smith because they call him a game manager, and I guess Patrick Mahomes is just like
1: lighting it up. Jeez. What a problem that would be. Not to be like, oh, okay, which one of these quarterbacks is worse, actually asking which one of these quarterbacks is better. That, dude, that'd be such a great quarterback race to be in. It really would.
0: Quietly, I've been sitting over here for the last like week or two going, oh, good. Because I gotta tell you, I don't think Alex Smith is like the best quarterback in the world, but. I would take a game-managing quarterback right now. I would take a veteran right now that can stabilize your franchise, that can not lose you games. Because he, he might not go out there and win you four games, but he's not going to go lose four games. Um, and so, like, I wouldn't hate Alex Smith here.
1: But all, all those things combined, Andy Reid, a, a decent team, a quarterback, you know, You're going to be able being, to
0: hide Cam Irving's deficiencies on the Kansas City Chiefs better than you're going to be able to do it here.
1: Yeah, because you're hiding him on the practice squad, because that's where Cam Irving's going to be, dude. There's no way on earth that guy is going to see significant minutes outside of what he's done with the Browns. I mean, yes, you don't he, think
0: he'll be reinvigorated by, like, oh, dude, I'm going to go to a winning franchise versus a losing one? Two years, dude.
1: Two years. Yeah? It's, not like, it's not like that dude had an attitude problem that he just couldn't get over. The dude just seemed incapable of doing the job. I mean, how many times and how many, like, GIFs have you seen online where just Cam Irving looking like the, the, the prototypical Cleveland Brown, just missing assignments and just not, Agreed. Uh, just
0: terrible. But how many times has Cleveland seen the athlete yanked out of here too early and then they end up being pretty good? We've seen that a million times. I don't know that that's what's going to happen with Cam Irving, but I know Andy Reid's a pretty good coach, and so I worry about that. Now the bigger of the two is and this was not a trade. We cut Joe Hayden, just right. released him. Right. Out, see ya. Multiple teams expressed interest in Joe Hayden, and he turned down more money from other teams to sign a three-year deal. And I, I think next year he's getting seven million out of it. Yep, I think it's twenty-one in all. Joe Hayden to the Steelers, and you just know, you just know, week one. Pick six off of Kaiser.
1: Oh yeah. Hayden touchdown. Oh, you yeah. just
0: know it. You just gotta know it. It's the way it's going to be,
1: right? The only reason I say no, the only reason I say that does not happen is because Joe Hayden probably doesn't play week one for the Steelers. Joe Hayden probably dude, if you're the fourth, if you're in the third or fourth spot in in, in a Browns secondary okay. that's filled with holes, we're how are tr- you gonna get on Pittsburgh?
0: We're trusting that. Because people behind the scenes claim that this is all happening because of a beef between Greg Williams and Joe Hayden. Oh, really? And that's, yeah, they okay. say they, they say there's an underlying beef here between those two guys, and if you look at what Joe Hayden hit, did here, you kind of agree, right? Because it's like, well, why would you turn down more money to go to the Steelers?
1: Yeah, dude, I don't care. I understand the concept of like players are going to go. Well, it's just v- the way it is. vendetta's against the team and yes, your ex-team you're going to play harder against. I get that, but to turn down more money as an NFL player, you're an idiot. You, Joe Hayden, that was a terrible, terrible decision. Take the money and run, fool.
0: 3-year Th- deal, 27 million, 7 million this year. He's going to see the field at some point for that kind of money, I would imagine. And I I just Yeah, there must be something going on here with Joe Hayden, or there must have been with he he and Greg Williams. There must have been, because why would you... I mean, dude, Joe Hayden, if anything one of the reasons why everybody was so sad to see him go yesterday was not because how great he was on the field but what an ambassador for Northeast Ohio he was and how he was always at Cavs games and how he was always seemed to be into the community and now you're going to go to Pittsburgh It definitely feels like an fu back to the organization
1: yeah a a little bit of a little bit of that is undeniable because what else would you make that pick for now I guess I guess Pittsburgh is a a, a, an elite franchise they're gonna win that you feel like you know you're gonna get a better shot for and I don't know what other teams are interested in him if it was like yo, you can go to Pittsburgh or you can go to the Lions for a, a million more. Maybe I would go to Pittsburgh, um, but still, ah, dude, take the money and run. Um, and speaking of money, I read this yesterday about this situation and the the Browns' decision to cut Joe Thomas as opposed to trying to trade him out. Um, by doing this, the Browns are saving themselves essentially seven million dollars, from what I read. I,
0: you know, yeah, I read that too, and I like it. I, to me, yesterday, all both of this stuff felt like. This is what smart teams do. And I hated to see Joe Hayden go to the Steelers, but what smart teams do, what Belichick would do, is get off of a player sooner rather than later. There's there's guys turning 23 every day. Right? So get off of a player sooner rather than later. It's what smart teams do. So I do Belichick will release guys from the Patriots and people go, What? What are you doing? And then a year later, you realize, Oh, well, their production's half of what it used to be. Like, look at that. That's why you got off of them. And I think if you start doing that, you start making smart moves, you start winning games. And
1: by the Browns saving that $7 million up front, I've heard what that is essentially going to be is kind of um, dulling the sting of losing sixteen million dollars when they cut Brock Osweiler. Oh, That's what I read yesterday. Is well, that, there you go. Is that is that is that it's a lot easier to swallow giving oh. up nine million on it because he's guaranteed sixteen million this year, guaranteed. Wow. So you're wow. going to have to cough that up no matter what. So if they do cut him by saving that seven mil, they're only you you know getting rid of nine.
0: So who's Which- the third string then? Right? Because you're going to carry, are you going to carry three? Well, I mean. uh, Because Kaiser's going to start. Hogan. Oh, Hogan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I forgot about him.
1: Or do you bring somebody else in? You bring a veteran in to, you know. A cap, maybe. Bring somebody with some experience in to to be in that second spot.
0: I got to tell you, dude, you know, as a guy who's been critical of the Kaepernick thing, I got to be honest with you. If this organization was more buttoned up, I wouldn't hate the idea. He is athletic. You know what I mean? And and if you have a player go down, then I, 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 you could do worse at the second at the backup quarterback position than Colin Kaepernick. But this organization's not strong enough to withstand the media storm that's going to come with them. They're just not. And
1: I think he's too good to be the backup quarterback. In that I, sense. I would agree, especially behind Deshaun Kaiser. Now, if he was, you know, the backup quarterback to Russell Wilson, you're in a completely different conversation. Right. At that point, you're
0: just praying Russell doesn't go down. But right. if he does, you got a serviceable option who plays a similar style.
1: Now, when it's pretty realistic that Deshaun Kaiser is going to lose. What, at least game, 6 well games? i'm saying at least 6 of his first 8 games that's a very conservative estimate that he will lose 6 of his first 8 games even uh, oh, that Oh yeah Kaep, and you can't take that oh, I'm the, telling Brown, you, the browns can't take oh, that Oh phantom you think it's the fr- 8 games i'm
0: telling you it's 8 minutes into the, the first, first quarter yeah. it's 8 minutes into the first quarter where browns fans from the 500 mezzanine are screaming bring him in I mean, dude, look, this is the fan base that was screaming for Johnny Manziel. Johnny. And, dude, the Johnny Manziel thing was the easiest spot on TV you could ever see. You could see it 10 miles away that that kid couldn't play. And you could see it 10 miles away that he was a drug addict and an alcoholic. And I remember people for two years, oh, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. Except for I nailed that whole situation exactly the
1: way it would go down. Nailed it all. Stansberry knows addiction issues. Remember the bow nose, Stansberry nose. Yeah,
0: yeah. Was 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 handcuffed, was handcuffed professionally to an addict for ten years. I know exactly what it looks like. And Manzel was the easiest thing to diagnose I had ever seen on television in my life. You could see it from a mile away. That kid couldn't play a lick. So you're right. We can't bring him here for that, but. I think, Do you know Joe Hayden's going to burn you at some point. You just know it's going to happen. You just got to be okay with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, he was going to burn you either by being on the roster or by being off the roster. I think the Browns made the right call by taking him off the roster. I agree. Save yourself the money, and you're right. I didn't
0: think about the Osweiler thing, but if you're going to help to swallow that when you when you just like, give up on that abomination, then I can live with that a little bit. And like I said, I like the organization starting to get off of players before you should rather than after you should have done it. That's
1: what smart, buttoned-up organizations do. I saw somebody make the uh, the statement on Twitter yesterday. Like, Can you imagine if social media had existed when they cut Bernie? If everyone's losing their mind over Joe Hayden like this, can you imagine when they cut Bernie? If, yeah. dude, if, dude, if,
0: I'll say this. I'll say this. Imagine had they cut Bernie five years before. Who knows where this franchise could have been. This is what happens when you hold on to players due to emotion. And again, the greatest coach in the history of the NFL football told you the guy can't play anymore. We got to get off of him. But you loved that song and your cassette tape and everything else. So, oh, we, yeah. so we had to keep that guy five extra years before, after we should have. You got, dude, stop getting emotionally involved in these dudes. They're commodities. That's it. It's the jersey, not the player. More Sans Show right around the corner. Hang on.
4: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit pics. The Stansbury Show.
3: Chilling in the studes with Medusa.
4: On Rock 106.9.
0: Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. You know Labor Day weekend is a huge on-sale date. If you're looking to buy a new product, Labor Day weekend can be a fantastic time to do it. And buying cars is no different. And my buddies down at the Wacom Auto Mile, the Wakeham Auto Family, have put a huge selection of pre-owned cars on sale for you. Now listen to this. They're talking zero money. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. And again this evening, join me tonight for the first Ohio State Buckeyes game of the year. I'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill, their new Lake Cable Jackson Township location. The OSU game kicks off at 8. I'll be out there 7.30 to 9.30. TD's, uh, TD's, sorry, putting $2 Coors Lights on special in, in an Ohio State University keepsake pint glass. He actually put in parentheses here, they buy the beer and get to keep the glass.
4: Yeah, there it is.
0: (laughs) I think people may have got that. I always make the joke about TDs. They should call it TVs because literally everywhere you look, there's a television screen. He did map those places out fantastic with screens, so you're not going to miss a single minute of the Buckeye action. We'll be giving away a pair of free Buckeye tickets to a home game in the shoe. So you want to see the Buckeyes in person? Join me tonight at TD's Tailgate Grill. Lake Cable, Jackson Township location, as I'll be out there for two hours, north of Abergrove and the newest location. There. I
1: guess when you look at it, I mean, we're coming up on Labor Day anyway, but like, dude, college football starts. Like, right. that, is the, that, is the, that is the end of summer if I've ever heard it. You know what I mean? I like, it. It, is just, it is just time for fall, it's, people. It's
0: very conflicting for me, because I want to watch the Buckeyes, because I like right. the Buckeyes, and right. they're fun to watch because they win a lot. But you just know cold weather's right around the corner, and yeah. dude, as a golfer, I'm not wild about that. Yeah. But OSU kicks off their season tonight, and you can find me at TD's Tailgate Grill, Lake Cable, Jackson location, seven thirty to nine thirty. Come grab a two dollar Coors Light, keep the glass. Some people have done some math and looked into what women really think about male trends. Okay. okay. Now guys will do things like get tattoos or like do like the cool hairstyle of the day or like the Aaron Rodgers mustache or whatever it what? is because women
1: because we assume women find this stuff to be attractive. That's why we do everything, dude. I mean, that's at the end of the day what we're kind of all shooting for.
0: Dave Chappelle had once said, A man, dude, if a man can sleep with a woman in a cardboard box, he would never buy a house. Men don't care about houses, women care about houses, and that's why they buy houses. And he was absolutely right about it. Everything we do from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed is about acquiring more sex even if it from be from your wife we're just trying to get more it's what we want all right so they asked some women what they think about like tattoos man buns and like this kind of stuff all right when it comes to your tattoos it really all depends on location of tattoo right and i would imagine that that's probably true 52 percent of women say they like a sleeve on a guy like the so like from like the shoulder down to like the elbow there or whatever. That's is like, a half
1: sleeve. Okay, all the way so down the, to the, the wrist, wrist is, full is this the
0: full yeah. sleeve there, right? Yeah. So they like those. All right. of women don't care either way about your tattoos. And then 23% say, dude, I want a guy with no tattoos. I'm not a
1: fan of tattoos at all. Um, I'm surprised that many said no tattoos at all, just because at this point, it seems like a vast majority of people have tattoos. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like these days. Yeah. I mean, it just seems very commonplace, especially for people under the age of 50. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I'm surprised that many people are like none.
0: They say, and we talk about this all the time. If you have tattoos on your face, your attraction level decreases significantly. Of course. About half the women surveyed had a negative response. Of course. If you're a guy with a facial tattoo, however, nearly thirty percent of women do find them attractive. Man, where'd they find those women?
1: Um you know, there's going to be women who are that into the lifestyle themselves, whether they have tattoos on their face or not, where it's like there is no, you know It's also
0: a misleading question. Because I can find things attractive that I don't want my girlfriend to have. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, There's plenty Of of things I see in porn that I'm like, yeah, that's hot, but I don't want to do it. Of it's just the idea of it is kind of hot, but I don't necessarily want to have to do it. So that's a that's a little bit of a
1: misleading question there. I, I mean, I think any tattoo that's 100% visible, no matter what you're doing, and that, you know, it would include face tattoos, hand tattoos, neck tattoos. Um, listen, I don't care. You do what you want with your life. I, I'm i not in the judging people business, but the world the is. The world is a judgmental and, place. And you know that when you make that decision, listen, God bless you. If you want to be a tattoo artist and you want to have face tattoos and that's what you're going to be and you're 100% in, fine, but don't, don't expect there not to be negative consequences because there right. will be. And I know that's such a weird line well, that's of like, not fair. Well, well welcome to... Welcome, right.
0: Well, do my dad would always say, "A fair never enters into adult life. I
1: mean, a majority of times in life, I'm wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. And right. when I'm wearing a t-shirt, you can see that I have tattoos, but it kind of ends at the elbow for me. And I know that's a weird line of like, oh, well, because your tattoos end at the elbow as opposed to the knuckles, there's some sort of difference there. There is. I don't know what it is, but there is. There is a difference. There is a difference, there. there is
0: a difference. That's why for the longest time in America, you would hear people say, well, I have tattoos, but I have them in places where I can hide them. Because they knew people are going to judge them differently, especially jobs and stuff
1: like now, that. Now, 100 years down the line, three generations from now or something. Is yeah, but be you're always, not living there. Right. Oh, we all have face tattoos and nobody cares, but that's not 2017. It's just not. Yeah, you're
0: not living, you're not living there, right? So they have now, they moved into piercings. Like, lip rings, nose ring, or gauge, unfortunately, the odds are not in your favor, guys. 48%. Uh, uh, apparently, 61% and 50% of women, respectively, finding them unattractive. How could that all be true? What am I? Oh, because of the different, okay, lip ring, nose ring, okay, okay. they're going down that way. Okay, And 50% of women, respectively, finding them unattractive, you might come off a little attention-speaking, or seeking, I'm sorry, rather, if, uh, by the women's survey. Now, I will tell you that piercings is one of those things. Where a woman can do it, and it can still look sexy, where when I see a grown man with, like, a face piercing, you look 16.
1: Yes, yes. I I think there's a line. There's just different rules for men and women. There are. I think there's a line in age somewhere there, and I don't know if it's 30. I don't know if it's 25. I don't know where it is. I know Johnny Depp's too old. I do feel like, I do feel like, like. Piercings, male in particular, but like women who have something outside of like standard ears, then at that point it is something that's kind of like immature to me. There is something that like makes me think if I see like a forty-year-old woman with like a like what is it a Monroe or whatever that face tattoo is how how obnoxious. I'm like, okay, so you just got divorced for the second time. Yeah, that's what happened. You got divorced for a second
0: time, and now you want young B. She's the. Let me speak to the manager, chick. Okay, that's exactly who that chick is. Yeah, you're proving a great point here. Like, so when I was living in Oregon, I was kind of like I was semi seeing this woman and I thought she was like the greatest thing since sliced bread right and so like the first time we slept together like I take her clothes off and she was older than I am Right. And she was one of those women who was older than I am, but looked younger and okay. definitely had her boobs lifted and that, that kind of thing. Right. For her. And so, right. She I mean, you know, she had the two kids or whatever, and she was, you know, reclaiming her youth there. OK. And uh, and so I took her clothes off and she had a belly button ring. Now, it didn't stop me.
1: No, <laughs> now, you know yeah, I mean? no. Yo, get out of my get out of my bed, beautiful naked woman.
0: It did, it did not. Yeah, because she was. But it, so it didn't stop me. But I did evaluate it. While I was having sex with her. Like I was like looking at it like, oh, what else do you have that I don't want? Herpes? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, it it did. It made me it did make me think about it. I was like, you're too old for that. What are you doing with that?
1: Yeah. To me, it's the same thing as like if chicks have a bunch of like colors in their hair and stuff going on. I'm just like, ah, second divorce. I know it's tough. Get back out there. (laughs) See you, Buzzman, babe. Right. That's
0: absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Now, the man bun. All right. Now there's been a lot of controversy around the man bun since it like it had debuted. 51% of women are anti man bun. 25% are neutral about it. 23% think they look good. And, you know, people always point to, you know, Chris Hemsworth did it. Leonardo oh. DiCaprio did it. Wow. Right. And Kiss wore makeup. But what you don't hell? see me doing it on my way to <laughs> work, you idiots. There's a difference between celebrity and common schmuck. And we're common schmucks.
1: Very, very comparable to, like, when you see models on the runway and you're like, who would ever wear that in the real world? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, Nobody is in the, the real answer. world is doing that. And I think the, the man bun, and you've seen other things that have come come out since then of like somewhat emasculating fashion styles of like, oh, well, there's these lacy shorts. Dudes aren't wearing those. Go walk down Tusk. Nobody's wearing that. It's just one of those things that they put on the Internet because they know it's going to rile you up. Now, if I had long enough hair and like, I'm sure there would be a time when it would be a practical thing Mm. to do is to like yeah
0: out of the shower or something like that.
1: But I I don't have long hair. You know what I mean? So like, like
0: so one of the guys I used to play golf with, I haven't seen him in a long time now, but one of the guys I used to golf with did this one day. And we didn't know. Like, he went from one day being a normal dude, and then the one day he showed up to play golf with all of us, and he had a man bun on. And I'll be honest with you. We gave him so much trash about it by the third hole he took it out because well,
1: it was like bro come on but then at that point aren't you just going to keep giving him trash about having long hair you know what I mean like, I don't know like, yeah. what is it about what is it about a man bun that's like that's too far it's I, like dude you have long hair I mean if that if I'm going to be upset about a man bun I'm going to be yelling at you about long well, hair that was care. the other thing
0: is that his hair wasn't quite long enough for okay. it so it, it looked like an Asian's penis <laughs> on top of his head just like resting there like the little punching bag in the back of your throat just like flailing in the wind and I was like, bro, you're not quite there yet. And you're not a twenty million dollar movie star, so you just look like an idiot. Celebrities are always able to dude, th- dude celebrity men can wear leather pants. If Fantone wears leather pants in here tomorrow, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a bad, bad look on that. So I would uh, I would pull those man buns down. I would imagine, especially in a place like Ohio, that doesn't fly real well.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, we are like seven years behind on any sort of fashion trend. I, mean, I don't I'm know why you gotta be a trailblazer.
0: I'm broadcasting right now on T-Tops Boulevard. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, dude, that's Ohio. It's not man buns. It's T-Tops and Camaros. More Stansbury Show and Stark County Fair tickets next on Rock 106.9.
4: Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone, Just kiss your picks. The Stansbury Show.
3: Chilling in the studes with my dudes.
4: On Rock 106.9. On Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9.
3: Welcome
0: back to the Sands Ray Show. Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. And half-star county fair tickets and tractor pull tickets. We're going to get you hooked up with those here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you will need on those. Going to pass those out shortly. Fantone, I have bad news. Bad, bad, bad news. Okay. No, horrible news. All right. No, seriously. um, We should probably go home and pack our boxes. It's over.
1: Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. What's going on? Show's
0: over. We no longer have 20 million listeners. I've lost us one. Ah. Tracy's all pissed. She wrote in, okay, sometimes I wonder why I even listen to you in the morning. You're talking about tattoos right now, and you were somewhat disgusted being with an older woman with a belly button ring? Wow, I must be a skank. I'm 46, married, I have tattoos and a belly button ring. First of all, I didn't say anything about the woman's tattoos. She had a full-blown sleeve, loved it. She says, dude, you're as old as you think. I don't know what that sentence means. I, I bet it doesn't mean what you thought it meant when you typed it. Because it doesn't mean anything I know I'm old I said she was older than I was And even still I looked at her belly button ring And was like Wow Now You skipped over the part Where I talked about How I was crazy about her And if I was gonna be honest With you Her And everybody else In the audience If she'd come here I'd marry her Jeez So how about that Mrs. Stansberry So dial it down But see This is what people do You're unable to hear Somebody's opinion About something you have And not apply it to you Personally So don't listen Tracy fine to have your cousin not listen have your husband not listen like every other empty threat every listener has ever made. I have only promised the audience of this show a handful of things since I started doing this 20 years ago and here they are. I'll be as truthful as I possibly can for you. And I will never allow you to back me off my opinion over threats that you won't listen anymore. I will never allow you to do that. So if you hear something you don't like then go. I will re, dude, I will empty the boat and refill it with more people because I believe in my ability to do this. And so does the company. And so does the rival companies who keep hiring me when this company lets me go. I believe in my ability. And if you're not going to be one of the 20 million inside of it, that's fine. All I'm doing is making more room to pull more people into the fold. Tracy, see ya. Bye. Happy now? You can take issues with something that's said on the show, that's fine. But if you're going to get personally offended over something that I said to her, or that I didn't even say to her, that I thought in my head over a woman that I was having sex with in my life, you don't get to, you don't get to decide what my brain thinks. You don't get to decide that. I, do you think I went out of my way to think that about her when she took her clothes off? Oh, Wow. Let's find something to make fun of. Let's find something we're not attracted to. No, I can't be held responsible for what my brain thinks. My brain saw it was like, Oh, that's kind of weird for a woman your age. That's it. That's it. I didn't demonize her. I didn't tell her she has to take it out. I didn't demand she change for me. I didn't do any of this stuff. Why are you so offended? And first of all, if you don't care about me, then why do you care what my opinion about what you have is? You only care. dude. you only get mad about the opinions of people you care about? And that's how I know you're going to listen again, Tracy, because you can't help yourself. Because you care about me.
2: There you go. Damn, all
1: right. You feel better? We I do. Out of, out of I do. It's we're just, good?
0: dude, I hate how I, I got to hold everybody's hand here. Well, he might have been talking about me. I've never even met you. So no, I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, why am I not allowed to feel the way I want to feel on a 50-year-old woman wearing belly button rings?
1: Why am I not allowed to feel that way? Yeah, pretty insignificant thing, Tracy. I mean, honestly, this is like the definition of a move-on situation. Exactly.
0: Like, I, I guess you can be offended. Exactly. Ones. I'll tell you what else might need to move on, and What's that's it? like the fire chief of Lakewood. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Where this, uh, his son, Thomas Gilman, 21 of Lakewood, is accused of raping an 8-year-old Fairview Park boy uh, who he often babysat. This is back on August 22nd. A grand jury indicted him on charges that include rape, kidnapping, disme- uh, you know, passing out matters harmful to you know, uh, juveniles and individuals there, which, bait, uh, which date all the way back to uh, 2014. He was arrested on June 28th, charged with gross sexual imposition in Rocky River Municipal Court. He was released from jail on his own recognizance, which is awful. What the hell does that mean? No, quit doing that. Quit letting rapists out just on their own. Like, yeah, well whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Just let him out. That's awful. It's sexual assault. Keep them behind bars. I don't like it. But
1: uh, listen, I know what you're saying and when it comes to I child I know rape, it's
0: not the American thing to do. I know it.
1: I it just it just it just the gets, moral thing to do. Well, you get into this weird territory of like where these lines are. I know. Um I will agree that this is an absolutely despicable situation. I don't think anybody's going to debate that. I kind of wish that like this didn't include the fact that he was the son of the police chief or the fire chief or I'm sorry, whatever it was. I, I just feel bad for that guy. I just feel bad for that family in the sense of they didn't do anything. I mean, now listen, is it possible that he learned that behavior from being molested by a family member or something like yeah, but that? But we don't know. That. Of course. But right. We can't just make that assumption out of the gate. And, and it we... could have easily just been a neighbor. Right. And and, not his family. And and, and, and it's just it's just like, I don't know how that's relevant to the story that he's the son of an officer or a fire, a fire department chief or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. I, I worry about this guy having to give up his job because that's what social media is going to want. And I understand it. You want action taken so confidence is restored. I totally get it. But the problem is, is I'm not sure of fire chief who's – now, again, I don't know about his career record and what he's Post done what he's done. Or anything like that, right? right? So I don't know any of that. But I'm just going to assume he has served his community and served it well. And I'm not – now, we don't know he's going to be asked to resign or be forced to leave or get fired or whatever it's going to be. But I just kind of feel like I know that's what's going to happen and we're not going to hear about it. They're just going to usher him out in the middle of the night.
1: Well, and at the end of the day, if I was in that situation, I definitely think – I would leave that situation if I was a public figure, and it came out that my child had done something reprehensible, something disgusting and despicable like that. Then it would just be much easier for me. I feel like my wife, my family, yo, let's pick up. We're moving. I can't. We can't. So you stay would want to do it? I, not that I'd want to get fired, but I'd end up quitting that job. I would you, but you would just want to get away from the situation as fast
0: as yeah, you possible. Am I, what am
1: I going to do? Try to try to stay in that in that neighborhood and try to stay in that house. And
0: uh, I mean, it was never as anything as bad as like touching another kid. But I always felt bad for my dad because my dad was like a good man of God, um, a, a community minister and and like a decent one, like one of those decent guys who wasn't like out to like rip you off. Right. And my brother was just like a hellion, like in and out of trouble, like some jail stints and this and that. And so people would constantly look at him like, how are you standing up there Sunday talking to me about like the, the, the virtues of family when one of your own kids now be it adopted uh, at least on my dad's half. He was my mom's kid. Like, I, you know, how can you tell me about, about virtues and this stuff when your son's out, or out there doing this stuff? I always felt so bad for my dad in that.
1: Now, there's boys will be boys. There's, you know, a little bit further than that where your brother was probably a little bit of a wild child. But I oh, mean, yeah. that's well, I was the good one. That falls well short of something like this crime, something, something that's just so obviously black and white, wrong or right. That, you know, it, 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 something like child molestation, there's no gray area in that. No, so. it's not. So so at least with like at least with like ah oh, dude my brother or you know my son's drinking and fighting and doing all these offers. Welcome to adolescence, right? Like welcome, welcome to boys will be boys. Right. Maybe a little further, but this is just I mean it's black and white, despicable. So I gotta leave down, dude. If if, if I'm in that situation, I
0: find that so unfortunate. For like again, you'll hear stories about like these mass murderers, right? right. And like their families are just stuck with this last name, right? You what know you what I mean? It's like do? what are you what are you what are you gonna do? How do you ever escape that? It, it just it, you know people forget that sometimes. Like your act don't
1: only weigh on you and I, I, certainly this doesn't even get into the to the victim here this doesn't even get into the victim's family and what they're dealing with right but looking at it exclusively from this position they might want him out of it right looking at it from exclusively the position of being this fire chief man just what a terrible 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 place you'd have to be inside that's uh that's gross i uh,
0: i have some advice here that i read from an article about the fact that how we're texting each other back and forth might be one of the reasons why you're single so older people who don't know how to text why i'm just going to put your big boy pants on because i'm going to sit you down and tell you how you're texting wrong and i don't want anybody else getting mad like tracy and threatening to leave the fold over the fact that i'm calling you old even though i'm older than you are right so just get prepared because you're texting wrong and that's why you're not getting laid we'll explain more next on rock 106.9
4: please relax this will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9.
0: Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. People ask me all the time, Stansbury, where can I find a job that will supply me with enough money to pay my bills? Well, if you're a licensed medical insurance agent, TrueBridge is that place. They're a Trazac company and they're looking to hire you. They're in North Canton and they're looking for caring people that want to help seniors understand Medicare options and choose the plan that will be best for them. If you don't have your insurance license, but would like to have one, TrueBridge will help you get it and for free. TrueBridge will provide you all the training you're looking for to earn your medical insurance license, like I said, for free. If you want to know more, dial pound 250 and use the keyword True Bridge. That's pound 250, keyword True oh69 Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Audience, I have to apologize. I know I was supposed to give you Star County Fair tickets, but I got so upset about jails letting rapists out on their own recognizance, I forgot to do it, and I apologize. That's on me. I'm a broadcast professional. I should keep my emotions in check and give you the damn prizes that you want. So start county fair tickets, tractor, uh, tractor pool tickets, coming with those. That will be momentarily here. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need on those.
1: And that is what they want. That is what they that want. Is what they want.
0: Uh, speaking of things you'll want, yeah. you know what we're giving away starting Tuesday next week because we're off on Monday due to the holiday? What is that? Guns and Roses tickets.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, nice. that'll be cool. All right, so I'm a single person. Fantone's in a relationship. Been mm-hmm. in one for about three years now, right? Mm-hmm. Got multiple cats in there, going to get married any minute now, and
1: uh, (laughs) I know, dude. But you're almost there. Well, luckily, I'm nowhere even close to there. I can always just point to my checking account. And she's like, Babe, why aren't we married yet? And I'll be like, Have you seen this? (laughs) Because uh, I'm not stressed at all, actually, because I work in the
0: radio, and Max and Irma's won't call me back.
1: Right, dude. I'd love to. God, somebody give me a fifth job, please.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I am single, and I'll be honest with you. Like, it's I'm worried. You know what? Do I want to say this? Go ahead. Just me and you. Yeah, screw it. Yeah, screw it. Honestly. Because I, all right, so I don't know if this is true or not, but but it's been a thought that's been circling around in my mind a lot lately. Okay? And so the only way out is through, and Mm -hmm. that's how I've operated every room I've ever worked in. So I will tell you that there is a point now where I'm starting to panic about the fa- nah panic's not the right word where I'm starting to ha- express concern
1: okay concerned
0: okay. O- over that I had lived my life for so long claiming I didn't want things and now I got what I asked for right and that there is I'm starting to circle like the runway of oh God did I push everybody away so long that I don't know how to bring anybody else in now like may, I'm, I'm I am a, I am starting to wonder that thing because it's been now like my buddy called me the other day my buddy Marty and he called me the other day and said, dude, what's the girl's situation like for you down there right now? Like, what's the women's situation like? And I said, dude, honestly, I'm in the biggest rut of my life right now. Jeez. Like, I'm in the biggest rut of my life. Just sexually right now. Okay. I just am not meeting people i'm just not and, and now i'm doing a bad job of putting my best foot forward, like I stay in my apartment, I go play golf or I'm stuck at the office or like i don't I just don't do a lot socially like I used to
1: we're getting into kind of two different conversations here, and there's one where it's like you are in a sexual rut and then there's two where you're in kind of a dating relationship rut yeah, because one's easier to get the sexual rut's yeah, way easier right. to get out of I mean you could definitely find somebody to bang out there yeah. and like that will be you know a very short bridge to intimacy of like, but it's why a,
0: I don't want to do it is, is that I don't want to be guilty of what a lot of people are, which is making the mistake of fixing the sexual rut and then convincing my brain that I have fixed the dating rut.
1: Right. And because, like I said, that's a very, that's a very small bandaid. Like sex does work, but it'll work for a night. And then it's like that next day, you're like, son of a bitch. I feel Why even is she worse. here? Why am I, I still even, I feel even worse about, you know, this, this, this predicament that I'm in. Um, and I mean, there's dude, there's a little bit of, and I, I know Tracy's going to, but it's like, you're getting older, dude. I mean, right. you're over 40 at this point. Right and I understand why... I
0: just can't go to the
1: bar... And and like
0: especially not where I live. Downtown is for it's not necessarily for guys like me to find women. Right, it's I just mean, not.
1: It, you know, it, it puts you in a tough place of how do you find somebody to date? And it even makes more of a. It feels like an impending. I'm going to die alone. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be 65. At that point, nobody's going to have sex with me. Nobody's going to want to take care of me. And that's, that's
0: see, dying alone is never what goes through my brain though. You're right. That's but that's and that's what most people would think. My thing is I'm going to spend Sunday alone. Like I don't ever think about dying alone. I think about spending Friday night alone.
1: Well, right, but it's the, all those Sundays in the future lead to that right I know I, mean, I do a good job of forgetting that right those those, <laughs> or those ignoring it those I was gonna say those dates turn into weeks those weeks turn into months and so on and so forth and then all of a sudden it's like okay I had a significant and real relationship in my life that turned into something and at this point I can understand why you feel like Oh, is this not going to happen?
0: Now, going back to, and if you weren't listening, a, a, a female listener expressed some dis, uh, a, a, like some distaste for something I had said this morning about a woman I was cur- was with in the past who had like a belly button ring, and I just felt like she was a little old for it or whatever. She got mad, right? And I will say that she does bring up an interesting point. Tracy does in the fact that maybe I'm too judgmental. All right, I have been judgmental in my life over everything, not just partners. Every I judge everything.
1: Yeah, weird balancing act of uh, being. I'm bad about it. Of yes, I, I see that. But you also want to have standards, and right? There's there's, there's so no use. Which right, one is which? Then there's no use in putting yourself in a relationship you don't want to be in just because you're desperate to be in a relationship. So that is where standards come to play. I don't want to say maybe it's time to reevaluate those because I don't want you to lower your standards. And yeah, be like, that just sounds oh, bad, right? Lowering your standards but sounds bad. Maybe a reevaluation instead of a lowering of.
0: Okay, all right. I mean, look, here's the thing. I I. I I find myself, and I don't want to call it a problem, but I'm in this situation. And if it, if you're not resolving it, you got to maybe look at other
1: things that you're not doing to maybe resolve it. Now, at the end of the day, I think you would be better at not. Having a relationship than most people. Most people that would like they'd feel terrible about themselves. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Themselves. I don't feel terrible about myself. Uh, right, but
0: I'm just getting a little bored.
1: Exactly. I was gonna say, but you do need something
0: there. I'm I'm just getting a little bored. I'm not miserable. I'm not like oh no. And I know like here's the thing. Like I could go get a relationship like a lot of my friends have, or like a lot of people I see have. Well, you which can, is, dude, you're dating that person because you don't want to be alone.
1: You can settle into a relationship, I, of
0: course. I, I mean, could I, go I, do I one can. of those. Yeah, I don't want. I don't necessarily want to do that. And so like the more and more of these. Articles I read about, maybe this is why you're still single. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe this is why. Like, I'm actually starting to fall for some of this stuff that they write in these articles because I'm like, well, I do got to start looking at what's happening here, right? And a dating site, like one of these, like Zeus, or like one of these people, right? Okay. Surveyed 9,000 single individuals, all right? And it turns out we can be pretty judgmental men and women about how somebody puts a sentence together via their text messaging and or Facebook messaging. Now it's not going to shock too many people to find out that men don't get as worked up about grammar as women do. 65% of women. Fantone said poor spelling is a major turnoff. Yeah. Now I'm a pretty decent speller. And I would also tell you that most phones now like figure the word out for you. I was going to say. So if you're still really misspelling sentences, like then the swing you're taking at trying the word is way off. And at that point, that would be a turnoff for me. I know belly button rings aren't allowed to be a turnoff for me, but poor spelling probably would be.
1: Yeah, um, I would say, you know, you don't have to be like a, a, an English teacher, but I would say just a basic and decent grammar, knowing how to spell things, knowing how to punctuate, Knowing how to formulate a sentence, all those things show that you're intelligent and that you're capable of having a decent conversation with somebody. So, like, yeah, women
0: claim if you can't spell, we know you're uneducated and un- unintelligent. We don't want anything to do and, with and you. Unattentive,
1: the- <laughs> you don't care. Like, you don't care about details. So it's like, yeah, that's kind of a turnoff to me. Of like, well, see, I always go back and fix things in my text when I when I'm about to send them. If you if you can't if you can't capitalize things correctly, if you can't you know use periods correctly, how can I expect you to take, see, take of life, how can I expect you to pay the phone bill on time?
0: I will throw myself under the bus here. I am probably punctuation deficient, like, I probably don't have a real grasp on where everything punctuation wise rightfully goes. Like I probably use commas in the wrong area. Like, dude, here's the thing. There's so many different like forms of punctuation, and I use like three of them. That's how I know I'm not doing it right. <laughs> right? Like I got the period, I got the comma, and I got the exclamation point. There's semicolons, there's braces, there's all these things, and I never use them, so I know I'm not writing stuff right. Well,
1: well I mean, and like I said though, I don't think everybody has such a, a, a great knowledge of the English language that, you know, you don't have to be an English teacher about this. You don't have to put this like, you know, you don't have to cite your sources in a text message, but at the same time, just making sure that like commas and periods and not putting you are for your like you gotta
0: now I know some of that shorthand does that bother you
1: um I I use full words and punctuation and like spaces and text so not it's not like it's like I don't understand it but like if I was looking at a partner and she was constantly sending me like oh hey how is you are day going I that'd be that that, I wouldn't like that I wouldn't yeah I gotta admit I, I I I it's not enough to me- make me leave you over. Well, no, I'm not breaking up with my girlfriend over
0: but it. But there are things that you tolerate in people that you wish they didn't do while you're dating them.
1: I'm not breaking up with my girlfriend over it if she sent me that text today. But after day one or date one, if she would have sent me a like, "Oh my gosh, you are so cute," that would have turned me off, and she would have kept doing it, and I probably never, we probably never would have got to where we are today because of it. Huh? Just little things along the way, and I would have eventually been hmm. like,
0: "It's pretty judgmental, Phantom." It's, <laughs> it's
1: too much for me. Some- I can't. I can't. I can't deal with Just that. Just so you know,
0: somebody listening right. Now is deficient on, on their spelling and i'm and they're sure they never, are. they're never going to listen ever again I'm because sure. because you're judging them and how they spell I'm sure they, they say are. periods however, continue to be the punctuation marks for uh, for sociopaths, according to uh Zeus, they found that response rates for to first messages sent with an exclamation point are ten percent higher than ones without any punctuation or with periods now I would imagine that punctuation like you know the... Yeah, the exclamation point it draws your your eye to the attention. It draws, you know what I mean. So you pay attention. Much like I I did this the other night, and it turned out it worked. Like people always scream about people who tweet in all caps. And so I just made the tweet and I said, people who tweet in all caps aren't yelling. They do it so you'll notice it and you're more likely to stop scrolling and read it. And sure enough, everybody said,
1: yeah, this totally worked. I totally read this and probably wouldn't have had it not been in all caps. Like sometimes that happens. I would probably, anything like that, anything all caps or no caps or anything, I'd probably be less likely to read it. I'd probably be like, I see it, but I'm going to scroll past it because it won't. So that's me though.
0: I know that I, there is about six months ago, maybe a little longer. Where I had met a woman, and uh, she was a lot younger than me, like by a decade at least. And we were texting back and forth, and there was some mutual interest, and maybe we were going to go out. But she started sending me full-blown sentences in nothing but emojis. Like, I'm not one of these old people, emojis are stupid. But, like, if the entire sentence is an emoji, like, if I got to figure out, like, hieroglyphics on the side of a cave, like, I just was like... Oh, I don't know what this means.
1: I don't know how to keep up with this. Like, does this? What does this mean? It, it, you you kind of do have to use it like punctuation, like where you can't. I mean, you just can't have it like you know seven of them strung in, in a row together. But if you want to like really drive home that, hey, I thought that was funny. I see why you put the laughing face there. Or hey, I really was you know whatever. Like, there's it, 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 it's it's a it's a it's a complimentary piece as opposed to like the the meal. I would know? agree.
0: Yes, I, I I'm all for it. I know they they. Asked some fun and some, you know, and and some fun stuff to your text messages and all that. So I totally get it. It's not like I'm against it. But like if the if there's not not one word and it's just symbols and I got to piece it together, it's not a game show. Right. Heather uh, tweets in. She says the worst are guys who just text back K. And Heather, I'll tell you, we hate when women do that, too. First of all, if only if your only response is texting me K or OK, that's an unneeded text. Right, you don't need to agree like back and forth, like much like when voicemail was a thing, like people would call and leave you a message. Hey, it's me, dude. I know I got caller ID.
1: It's me. Call me back. Call Call me back. Thanks, bro.
0: I got caller ID. What the hell are you doing now? uh, You know, somebody else here, Kayla says, I feel like spelling and punctuation are not that big of a deal when a guy's texting me, as long as they don't use money signs for s's and you're not shortening every word.
1: Jeez, I would agree with that, Ah, dude. If that's your life is like that, you're like, well, just don't use money signs for s's, and that's like you're like, all right. He's intelligent enough to date me. Oof. Well, she's young. Okay. I mean, yeah, and I guess you deal with that is, you know, you know what I mean? You the are. younger
0: generation is definitely going to have a different view of this than, than guys like you and I. Don't and, use and money signs
1: for the asses. I'll what? tell you a guy
0: what? who who's really <laughs> guilty of this stuff. And it's not even, I, obviously, he's never texted me a day in his life. He's too popular. But like you can tell by his Instagram post is uh, Cam Newton. Like Cam Newton, if you're a football fan, you probably follow him on Instagram. Like, dude, that guy writes things and I can't read it. Like, I never know what the hell he's talking about because he, like, embeds and codes everything. Like, he uses, like, you know, symbols and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know what any of that means. What does that mean? Does it mean you're going to complete 60% of your passes one season? Because that would be awesome, Cam Newton. That would be awesome. All right, so Hurricane Harvey. I believe I, I, I've seen the death toll up to now 37 as, yeah. as far as I saw last night when I went to bed. And anywhere you see a natural disaster, you'll see something worse than that disaster. And I'll explain what that is next on Rock 1069.
4: Dan Stansberry, Matt Fantone, Just Kiss Your fruit Cakes, The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with Medusa. On Rock
0: 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Sansbury here. This weekend is Labor Day, and you know everything goes on sale for Labor Day weekend, including cars. And my friends at the Wacom Auto Family have put a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles on sale for you on the Wacom Auto Mile. That can be found at West Tuscan Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin, or you can start online at Wakeham.com. Now, with your kids back in school, it won't be long before football, baseball, soccer practice, and you're going to need the space. And right now, Wakeham has a huge sale going on on SUVs. Grab a Ford Escape right now for zero money down and just 2 $250 per month. They also have a Kia Sorento, just zero money down and $250 per month. If you need to upgrade your vehicle, there's no better time to do it than right now and no better place to do it than the Wakeham Auto Mile. Again, at West Tuscan, Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin, online at wakeham.com. So stop driving around in a car. You're not all that sane. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Join me tonight as I'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill their Lake Cable Jackson Township location. I'll be there from 7.30 to 9.30, and it's because Ohio State kicks off their season tonight against Indiana. Game kicks off at 8. I'll be there a little early, 7.30 to 9.30. TD's putting Coors Light on special $2 pints, and you get to keep the Ohio State glass as well. TD's, has if you've never been, they have a million TVs. You're not going to miss a single second of the Buckeye action. I'll also be giving away a pair of Buckeye tickets to a home game later this season in the shoe. You want to see the Buckeye's in Columbus? Come see me tonight at TD's Tailgate Grill, Lake Cable Jackson location, and I'll get you hooked up with tickets for a Buckeye's game. Also, I have Stan's Ratio stickers with me as well. And we'll have some cords lights together and watch the Buckeye's get their first victory of this season tonight against Indiana. Tipping off against a Big Ten team. I like it. There you go. I like it. There you go. I like it a lot. TD's tonight. Lake Cable, 7.30 to 9.30. I promise I'm going to give you the Star County Fair tickets this time. I know I said it twice. I promise.
3: I
4: promise. Dude, I am so
0: bad about that. I am. I'm terrible at that. Can't even blame it on the post-show anymore. Nope. Nope. Can't really. I'm just bad at my job. That's all there is to it. I'm just bad at it. Hurricane Harvey is pretty serious. I mean, it's, you know, um, for the lack of a better term, I mean, I, I, I read last night before I went to bed, and I haven't seen an updated number, but uh, I, I believe 37 dead is what I read last night before I went to bed. And I have not seen an updated number. I'm sure that number is going to increase uh, over
1: today, the next few days, and the days coming. You don't know where the bodies are at this right. point. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's very easy to be like, "Well, the rain's all done. Well, now we got to start going through buildings looking for dead bodies, dude." It sounds that's terrible.
0: So I lived in the Pacific Northwest for a while, right? And it's known phenomenally for their spring and fall season. All it does is rain, and. People were calling me from Oregon last night. We were talking about Harvey in Houston, and they said, dude, that, they're getting more rain in a day than we got all last year. I was like, wow. Dude, when you think about that, I mean, that's crazy. And standing water is awful. It's horrible, right? And anytime you see a natural disaster, mm-hmm. you'll end up seeing something almost as bad, if not worse than that natural disaster that comes with it. And that's people looking to capitalize on people who are in this awful situation. And we've now seen looters who are dressing up as ICE agents, which I believe that's immigration. Is it immigration control enforcement?
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially the people who are going after illegal immigrants. It's
0: essentially what that is. They're dressing up and, and... Perpetrating themselves as ICE agents, so they can go into homes because that's every department's on hand. They're going into homes so they can rob and loot homes. I mean, dude, it's just you're just the worst of the worst. Like, if if in Houston right now, like you've lost everything and you see a store right there and you go take like a loaf of bread so you can feed your kid peanut butter, like I'm not gonna knock you. But if you're driving in from other areas of Texas and like. Dressing up as ICE agents so you could go like steal from people who are having the worst thing that's ever going to happen to have them. Like then I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong about heaven and hell, and I hope you go to hell and you stay there forever, and I hope it hurts.
1: Yes, it's awful. If you are coming in from out of town to go steal stuff, then yes, of How course you're in a terrible situation. Um, I'm surprised that you would even have to go through the trouble of dressing up like a law enforcement agent, whether that's a Fed, whether the that's tacky like, pants, black polo, and like, put it, a gun on your hip and. But at that point, I mean, who who are you? If you're going in to go steal something, I just feel like if 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 my house is flooded, I'm already gone. So, like, if you're coming in to come steal from my house, whether you're wearing, whether you're wearing jeans and a T-shirt or an ICE coat, it's not necessarily going to matter because I'm not there to protect my property anyway. You know what I mean? And if I'm, if I'm a white dude who knows that I'm like, no, I'm a legal immigrant, or no, I'm a legal American, well, then, like, if you're an ICE agent knocking on my door, I'm going to tell you to go F off. So if, if, I, if I were to stay in the home, to me it just feels like you'd be better served just to go loot and ransack as you please. Um, and as far as, like, looting in the context. Goes like, yes, dude, of course, if you're going to go get food, that's one thing. But I just put myself through the through the filter of like, all right, let's say I lost everything, everything. And I mean, that's your job. That's your house. That's your car. That's I've been everything. In your house. You have lost. Everything. <laughs> if, if, if you're in that situation and it's like, well, you're just going into Best Buy to go steal TVs or whatever. I, I, I don't want to say it's okay, but I do understand why it's like. Well, I have to steal something because I I don't have anything. I have to, I don't have any money. At least I can sell this TV for five hundred bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever the case is, and at least I can try to get myself somewhat back on yeah, the road. Yeah,
0: I can't sign off on that though because th- th- at that point, then it just becomes degrees well, of suffering, right? Yeah, and and I'm then
1: not, I, I'm not like, oh well, dude, go ahead and just start like robbing everything. But I understand where that desperation comes from, where that like. Dude, we're standing in in, in a waist deep of water. My money's gone. My house is gone. My business is gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I
0: get how it happened. Sure. I You know, this is one of those things for me where it's like, I know I'm capable of saying some things on the radio sometimes that not everybody agrees with, and I have some unpopular opinions sometimes, and sometimes people think, oh my God, you're a pig, and all these things. But when I read stories like this, it just makes me so happy that the first thing that runs through my mind when somebody else is going through the worst thing in the world isn't... Well, how do I capitalize right,
1: now? Right.
0: Right? Like I, I do like I know I've bagged on my mom and said she was a bad mom and this and that, but at the end of the day, I had great parents who raised me right and cared about me and expressed love to me every day and honestly turned me into a halfway decent human being. Like the halfway. last thing, yeah, well, halfway. I mean, come on. I, I'm, not gonna, halfway. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to go overboard on it. I'm you know, I'm not all the way there yet. But at the end of the day, I would never look to capitalize on somebody in an awful situation like that.
1: Um, what's your take on price gouging in these situations? <sighs> All right, here's the thing on price gouging. Do
0: I think people should do it? No. Do I understand why they do it? Should you be allowed to do yes. it? Yes. No. And what I will say is, is that the days of being able to do it are over. Like, this is one of those things that before people had social media, you could get away with it. Well, like... But now, you just got to know. Because here's what you got to remember, businesses, is that sooner or later, the water's going to be gone. And the community then will decide... I know this is going to fall under the... People always say, you always say let businesses be who they are. And what I will say to the businesses is that if you look to exploit your consumers during a time of extreme need, when they're no longer in that extreme need, they will choose your competitor.
1: I'm, I, I, They're I think, fickle. I think there's. I, I think there's plenty of situations where it's like people will go ahead and do it, and the consequences be damned. Um, I would not do. If I was running a business, I would not do it. I saw yesterday people were coming down on Best Buy for selling water, forty
0: two dollars a case. I saw or something. Well, but like Well, here's that.
1: the thing: is if Best Buy sells individual bottles of water for a dollar seventy nine a piece, and there's. 24 bottles in a case, how is it price gouging during a hurricane? But dude, that's regular price. That's always what I charge for a bottle of water. How is that price gouging? I don't think it, makes, it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, like people always say to me like when I bartend, it's a bottle of water. What do you mean you're charging me $2 for it? This is like a, you know, I'm like, well, dude, we're a business. I'm
4: dude,
1: looking to turn a profit. Dude, if you go to Disney or you go to Cedar Point or you go to the zoo and dude, you buy a bottle of water there, it's going to be three and a half, four dollars. Oh, I mean, dude, I mean, look at alcohol. What? You're a captive
0: audience. Like, dude, I went to a concert. I went to that Green Day show. A round of drinks. Two people. Me and my buddy. 30 bucks for two drinks. I mean, come on. That's not price gouging. Of course it is. You're a captive audience. They have You're stuck there. They have the product you want. It's, it, dude, it's supply and demand. And it's kind of what America is. Now, I think it's awful. Because again, I think it's like, if, you, if, the, if that market, if Houston won't support that pricing when they're not in danger, asking them to support that price while they are, to me, is dude, It's kind
1: of evil. Um, I'll agree and I think it just goes to show I that, wouldn't like, feel comfortable doing it The fetishism of capitalism and like the, Oh this is the only way that things work It's 100% perfect I think this lies in the face well, of Well
0: nothing's 100% perfect At the end of the day all America is Is the best of what's available to us law wise You know what I mean Like, What's that famous saying That you know Our version of of Our version of government is the worst one there is Except for all the others you know what I mean? And it's because
1: that's, I mean, th- th- there's no perfect system.
0: I'm paraphrasing that. I know that it was said differently, but I don't have it right in front of me. Loaded
1: by Dan Stansberry. Right, there you go.
0: Hey, don't forget to
1: give those tickets away. No, no, no I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. right. I'm going
0: to do it. Right. I swear to God, I'm going to do it. What am I supposed to do right now? <laughs> Star County Fair tickets and tractor pull tickets are yours. Be caller 20 right now, one eight hundred two four three seven six two five. 243 7625 As a matter of fact, we'll have Dale Click, president of the Star County Fair. 9 o'clock, he'll join us. And more Stansberry Show right around the corner. You hang on. Here I am.
3: rock
4: you like a hurricane. Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansberry Show.
3: Chilling in the studes with Medus.
4: On Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. On Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll talk to Dale Click, president of the Stark County Fair, find out what's going on there. Get you hooked up with another pair of tickets and get you into the Demolition Derby as well.
1: That'll be a good time. You know, Bet- better than the Demolition Derby on 77, I will say that.
0: You know, we were talking earlier about Joe Hayden now with the Steelers signed a three-year deal worth $27 million, $7 million this next year alone. And I said, you know, look, I mean, you just got to know game one. He's going to – it's going to be pick six off Kaiser. You just know. That's just – I mean, just welcome to sports. And it'll look short-term like like he got the better of us. But I'm telling you, I think smart organizations – and I know I have been very critical on the Cleveland Browns because, well, they deserve it. But smart organizations move off of players – too soon rather than too late. And I'd rather get rid, get rid of a guy and know he's got a few more years left in him than have him too long and then be stuck. Look at the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. They just held on to him too long, paid him all that money, and then dude, they were like a mess then after that for a little while. You can hold an asset too long. And I would also point out, I don't think Joe Hayden's Kobe Bryant. No, I would no, maybe, no, 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 I would maybe make that kind of mistake, and I know it's a different sport, but I would maybe make that kind of mistake for a for a legendary player like Kobe where I think Joe Hayden's closer to just a guy than he is like a legend.
1: Oh, uh, 100%. I mean, it's not like Joe Hayden has earned that. Kobe Bryant earned that. He did. He did. He did. So, like, it, Joe Hayden, I mean, don't get me wrong. It hurts
0: your franchise, but he did earn
1: it. One of the um, one of the better Browns talents of the past 10 years, maybe, I mean, it, I don't even think it's debatable, but nonetheless, it's not like he earned an an, an all-time job. Right. You know what I mean?
0: No, I, I totally agree with that. And they also moved off Cam Irving. They sent him to the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe we get a fifth-round pick for that. And uh, if you start looking at what the Browns pick-wise have, I mean, dude, they got... It's insane. It's insane. And our good buddy Dustin, Browns fan extraordinaire who cannot be shown the air of the Browns waves no matter what they do, he said to me yesterday, and he was right about this, he says, just imagine if Kaiser pans out. Imagine if you don't have to waste one of those picks trying to land another quarterback. If you found one in the second round and you solve all those picks, I mean, dude, we could be seeing the turning of the tide here.
1: Well, let's not act like this is the first time that the Cleveland Browns have been have in had, this situation. had but. a ton of draft picks, and the Cleveland Browns have historically just whiffed on draft picks left and right. Three and right now preseason. Well, three and <laughs> <3-0. laughs> Okay, well we'll get the undefeated uh, we'll get the undefeated parade going. Well,
0: who knows? We might have a chance tonight. Actually, as they're back in action.
1: So so right, the undefeated preseason parade, uh, dude. I'll be I'll be the general of it, man. I'll be out there.
0: Browns at Bears. Now here's the thing. You know what you're going to get to see tonight is one Mitchell Trubisky. As uh, the Bears have said, I believe they said the other day, they're going to start Mitch Trubisky. And again, much like the Hayden thing, I think you got to expect for Trubisky to light you up and and just because then that's what will happen. See, we should have taken him. We should have taken him. Now, I'm not going to say Mitch Trubisky can't play NFL football. And I'm not even going to tell you that, dude, he's going to be a bust of a quarterback. But I'm going to say this, that he is a rookie QB, and he does play in Chicago. So by week six, I think it'll look like, you know what, maybe that wasn't the best call. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I believe that he's probably better than what people thought. But I, where he got drafted and all that, I'm not sure I would have done that for one Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not sure I would have done that. But they are in action tonight. Soldier Field against the Bears. And uh, I like, I am starting to really, really like what the Browns are doing. Again, smart teams get off of players before you should, rather than waiting too long. And so, if we're going to start making what looks to be like smart decisions, you can't win until you make smart decisions. And I at least think I'm starting to see some of that out of Berea. And I can't even believe it. Like, honestly, like, I'm mystified by it. So, that'll be interesting. Also tonight is the Buckeye game. You can join me at TD's Tailgate Grill. I'll be in Lake Cable, Jackson Township, their location there. With Coors Light on special $2 pints, and you get to keep the Ohio State glass, and we'll also get you hooked up with a pair of tickets for a future home Buckeye game in the shoe. That's tonight, 7.30 to 9.30, TD's in Lake Cable. Waiting in the hallway for us is one Dale Click, president of the Star County Fair. We'll have him on the radio with us next on Rock 106.9.
4: Please relax. This will be painless. The Stan'sbury Show on Rock 106.9.
0: Hey guys, you got Stan'sbury here. There are very few things in life more frustrating than when you take great care of your car and some idiot in traffic smashes all into it. If you've been in a collision, whether it be big or small, North Canton Collision is who you call. North Canton Collision is an insurance claim specialist. They repair every make and every model. North Canton Collision also has 24-hour towing. They have on-site rental cars and state-of-the-art paint technology. And every 106.9. And welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Stick around at 11 o'clock. Another opportunity for you to head out to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. You'll check out Coldplay, The Weekend, Stapleton, Pink, 30 Seconds to Mars. That's just night one. There's two nights, back-to-back back nights, September 22nd, 23rd, T-Mobile Arena Las Vegas we'll get choked up at 11. Joining us now in studio is uh, I believe if I have your title right it is the president of the Stark County Fair Dale Click and my man must have been listening yesterday because he brought me donuts <laughs> must have, I, I said I was like dude bring me fried treats and sure enough he did you brought me a really good donut it's awesome actually I, uh, I really do appreciate that happy to have you with us and uh, so dude Charlie Daniels last night huh
2: I'm telling you, for 80 years old, Charlie Daniels was amazing.
0: Yeah, I wish I would have seen that. Like, that's a regret I have today that I didn't go do that.
2: Yeah, and you should have called me. I would have got you, in. I could have yeah, got you backstage. See, we'll meet and meet. I know people. His hands, see, know. see, Come look on. at me
0: being lazy. I should have done that because I, I am a little bit of a fan. And do you also have like, Keith Anderson out there? I'm a fan of his a little bit too. So like that would have been cool. What a good, what a, dude, what a good night for you guys. He
2: put on a rockin' show, and the pl- the place was crazy. This is the first year that the the fair were actually offering beer out in front of the grandstand. Oh, so nice. Bud Light or Bud
0: nice, Bud Light, you know, I like lunch, it. Lunch, I like I, well, I like beer a lot. Country
2: music legend,
0: so. yeah, I like beer a lot. So I have, I, I've been very interested to talk to you because I, uh, I want to hear some numbers. Like, so what are you expecting, like attendance wise, all week for, for our, the fair? Our
2: goal this whole year, last year we finished, we were just under between eighty and ninety thousand.
0: Wow, that's uh, a lot. Uh,
2: wow. This this year we are, I am hoping we are going to tip the scales at hundred and ten. Okay, one hundred and ten would be great if if we get one hundred and ten thousand people to walk through that gate in any capacity, whether it's a junior fair kid show. Their cow or grandma and grandpa bringing their kid to go down and ride the rides. It, that's going to be an amazing feat for us.
1: I mean, let's be real here. Getting people to do stuff nowadays. Ask them stuff so I can eat this donut. It's
2: tough. Like, <laughs> it is. It's tough to he get people out of their houses his face oh, yeah. right now. Oh,
1: dude, that thing will be gone. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the, dude, the competition for the entertainment dollar yeah, is at an all time it,
1: high. It's, it's really hard to do. Yet somehow or another, the Stark County Fair is going to be able to bring in 100,000 people. Why does that happen?
2: Well, one thing, like you said, the entertainment dollar, we partnered for the first time. In, in the history of the fair, we partner with the guys I'm sure you guys are familiar with, Country Fest. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, so, Aaron and Joel from Country Fest are guys that have helped us through that process. So it that that is a whole different world. I'm sure you guys touch on that a little bit, but it's a different world that if you don't understand how that world works, you're going to it's up and and spit out and you will have nothing to show for You don't it. make the right bid, you lose your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy, you know, to be able to strike when the bid is right, when it's not right, you know, to know their schedules, where they're going and a lot of it is who you know? Those guys know the people. They know what they're going to be able to get them for. When they're going to be coming through town. What, what's a realistic stop along the way? They they put all that together for us. And last night it showed we had a great show.
0: And uh, joining us in the studio is Dale Click, president of the Stark County Fair. Now I am uh, I'm a little unaware, so so you, I, I I need you to fill me in. Every fair's got like the thing like the this one's like the biggest pumpkin, and this one's got like the best watermelon. Like what's the Stark County Fair's thing?
2: So, it, first, let me correct you with one okay. thing. All right, I, I have to take care of my sponsors, otherwise they'll kill. absolutely. It is the Progressive Chevrolet there it is. Star oh, okay. County Fair. Okay, the all right. Progressive Chevrolet Star County Fair, and okay. our grandstand is sponsored by Alt Care. Okay, so
1: great the, partners in Canton. Oh, yeah, those sure. organizations. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, but what is our thing? So our thing is kind of everything. But I, if I had to kind of put my finger on one thing, giant pigs or something. We do have giant pigs. Nice. But our right. junior fair program. Okay. We have over a thousand animals there. Every year in Ohio, there's an auction, a market auction. These kids raise their animals and they take them to you take them to the auction. Every year, we kind of set the bar for the state. We have we we set the record. I think the last ten or twelve years. Wow. We, honest to God, between tonight's auction. Uh, tomorrow's auction or last night's auction, tomorrow's auction and Saturday's auction. Okay, we're going to put nearly nine hundred thousand dollars into the hands of kids that have worked on their projects all year. Wow, that's amazing. Over, yeah. over three auctions. So I mean, you're talking just under a million dollars. Yeah, going into kids' hands. Wow.
1: And, I, you know, I guess there's a part of me that, you know, I don't want to say, like, the city slicker of me, in me, but there's a little bit of me that's, like, really blind and, you know, ignorant to the facts of, like, you know, what goes into these kids doing these rabbits, these pigs, and, like, what do these kids get out of it? Because to me, I'm like, well, why would I want to raise a rabbit for the Star <laughs> County Fair? Like, what do they get here?
2: So my, my daughters, I have three daughters. All of them show animals. We've got rabbits, chickens, uh, ra- rabbits chickens pigs, and a dairy feeder.
0: What do they start bringing animals home after prom? <laughs> yeah, you, you'll, right. you'll love that. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. love that.
2: Uh, I might have to take them out to the barn, too. <laughs> exactly, uh, yeah. But uh, so the kids, they, they get these animals, they raise them. I mean, more than anything, I guess from a sentimental standpoint.
0: It's about teaching responsibility, it is, right?
2: It is totally about teaching responsibility. Good, my I like it. spent the night at the fair last night. They were up at 6 o'clock this morning. My 10-year-old daughter walked down to the barn, got her dairy feeder, let it out. She washed it. She went in and cleaned its pen. She fed it. She watered it. She gave it some hay. And then she went and did that with her pigs. And that is times, I don't know how many kids we have, maybe right. like three, 400 kids down there. Right. And it is something that's kind of lost in our society. I would it's, agree. You know, that kids, it's amazing. We have a milking parlor. It's amazing to watch some kids, you know, from city slicker side of you, right? Come in and go Milk a oh, cow. Look, they're milking a cow. Yeah, you know, and you wonder is that the first time they've ever seen a cow get milked? Antonio, have you
0: ever milked a cow? I have not. I have milked a cow. Okay, let me tell you, dude. I'm gonna tell you, it's harder than people think it is, yeah. and it's a little terrifying because it's an animal. So oh, you're yeah. like, dude,
1: and, a and giant beast,
0: and you're and you're yanking on it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it's like, am I hurting you? And they make noise no matter what. So it's like, oh my god, am oh, I doing this wrong? Right. And honestly, like, dude, that was one of those things where I have. I have to admit, I was just like, I wanted it to be over. Because so I guys was terrified I was hurting. hurting
2: you're it. coming to the fair, I'll organize I'll try to organize Fantone milking hey, a cow. Yeah, Maybe we'll, we'll live be stream yeah. it on Facebook we'll or something like yeah. that. I have nipples, Fantone. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but, yeah, I would actually like to
0: see the tall guy milk a cow. That would be funny stuff. So all right, so the fair runs until we're you know we're talking to the president Dale Click. So the fair runs until Monday. Yep. And so like what's still left on the docket for people to come
2: out and see? So tonight we're gonna have the Broken Horn Rodeo. It's oh, a nationally sanctioned nice. rodeo. The cool nice. thing about the rodeo that comes to town. Even though it's it's not you know what you're going to see on TV, sure, it is a nationally sanctioned rodeo, so there's going to be some of the best cowboys in the country there riding to get a points to win a golden belt buckle in Chicks in T <laughs> County already just packing up
0: the truck oh, right yeah, now, just him. getting yeah, yeah. them in, getting four to time. a bench seat yeah, right now, that. just all oh my god, real cowboys, <laughs> we're coming,
2: yeah, absolutely, and so so all right, so you so you so you got the rodeo tonight, then. It, uh, if you're talking about chicks from T County coming yep. up, we've got truck and tractor pulls on Friday and Saturday nice, nights. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Demolition love it. Derby on Sunday and Monday. And I'm telling you the Demolition Derby. When I first came onto the fair board, they were talking about, oh, we got to do the Demo Derby. we got to do the Demo Derby. And I'm sitting in the corner of the, just keeping my mouth shut, and I'm like, no one's going to come to it.
0: Oh, bro. Do we? It begin? is
2: nuts. It will be sold out. It will be packed. If you want to see the Demo Derby, I'm telling you, go to our website, www.starcountyfair.com, and buy your tickets now because it will be sold out, I promise
0: you. We've been giving away tickets to both the Demolition Derby and the Tractor Pull all week, Right. And I always say this about about prizes people like. But dude, you would think I had tickets to Jesus. It's <laughs> like crazy. You, I honestly like, dude, the amount of people hitting me up on like private messages and like, dude, I gotta get me into that. I gotta take my kid to that. I mean, people love that kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's crashes. I mean, that's why people watch right. NASCAR. It's right. like they're that's right. They're you're right. right. <laughs> it's it's NASCAR without the
2: waiting. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? What you it, absolutely. They blow the whistle and you just go crash into each other, into each other until somebody's. I've car. actually done it i am actually, really? yeah, my buddy was in a demolition derby
0: back in Ravenna. It was like years ago. It was like 20 years ago now. and uh, And so he was like, you got to do it. And so sure enough, there was like a practice section. Uh, our session or whatever, and he put me behind the wheel of it, and I did, and I couldn't. I, I was like nervous because so I was like, I spend all day, every day, trying not to crash this <laughs> car, and now like I'm gonna try to do it on purpose. It just, it, it, goes against all your natural instincts to drive a car full speed into another car. It yeah. just goes against what the, and it's what crazy the body tells you.
2: You're going slow, but I've talked to those guys, and they go, listen, the impacts are real. Oh you no, it's real. Those. Oh yeah, yeah. Not terrifying We're not go going that fast, but yeah, it's, uh, a crash, so yeah, it's a car crash. though. it's a crash. Of course right. you're gonna feel. It. Yeah,
0: I mean. Dude, people are saying we shouldn't play football anymore over tackling right. <laughs> that
2: I mean? these,
3: guys,
0: these guys are crashing cars on purpose. Well, Dale Click, man, it was so awesome to have you in. Thank you for the donut. I am going to get you uh, uh, tied up with Fantone. I want him milking some livestock at some point. Jeez. Maybe even a horse. Maybe lie to him. <laughs> yeah. to tell him. See, see you that sure, yeah. how that one goes. And you did give us some tickets to give away, so we're going to pass out a pair of tickets to both the fair and the demolition derby. Now, we'll pass those out, and you were nice enough to give us a stack for tomorrow as well. So we'll be giving out some more stuff tomorrow as well. Dale, thank you so much for joining hey, us. guys.
2: Thank Thanks for having me here. It was awesome.
0: No problem. We'll talk to you again, uh, I would imagine, you know, next year over this. And uh, by the way, if you yeah, if you get that pig and all that thing, and uh, you know, yeah, hit me I up. Certainly on that. will. Yeah. yeah we,
2: hopefully, we'll have a special announcement for you guys
0: tomorrow. Uh, I, yeah, I want to know all about that. Let's pass out those tickets now. We'll take caller 20 right now at one 800 243 We'll put you into the Star County Fair and the Demolition Derby and more Stansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on.
4: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit pigs. The Stansbury Show.
3: Chilling in the studes with Medus.
4: On Rock 106.9 Dansbury Show on Rock 106.9
0: Welcome back to the Dansbury Show on Rock 106.9 I want to thank President of the Star County Fair, Dale Click, for stopping by. It's an entertaining insight into what's uh, happening at the Star County Fair. He gave us a couple of more uh, pairs of tickets for tomorrow. We'll pass those out. And apparently we're going to get Fantone milking goats.
1: jeez, Or cows. I don't know how I got signed up into that, but I guess...
0: I like it. I feel like that's a Facebook Live video waiting to happen. I feel like that's a good idea. Get you out there, learning some country ways. You know, oh,
1: come on, Stansbury.
0: You're always busting the balls of the country fans, and now you're now you're gonna have to milk a, a piece of livestock.
1: All right, can you do that with a dipper in? Big old dipper, one time Stansbury, kick the dust up. Come
0: on. I know that was a hypothetical question. Do you mean can you do farming activities <laughs> with a dip in? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm willing to bet you could probably get that done. Yeah, willing to bet. It was good to talk to him. So the Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics have now completed this trade, and the national media has been kind of beating Cleveland up with it, I, I you know, the, and the Cavs up with it. I know Cavaliers fans feel like you won, but the national media is telling me, and and I'm having a hard time arguing this logic away, that whatever the trade's called. That's what the trade was, and if you lose, and it's called the Kyrie Irving trade, and if you lose that, the person that the trade is named after, how does that not mean you lose lose the trade? I'm having a hard time like arguing that logic away. Um,
1: because there's assets involved other than one player. If this was a one-on-one vacuum trade, then yes, I will agree with you. Even though, if you really look at their career stats, I mean, Kyrie Irving averages 21.6 a game. Isaiah Thomas 19.1.
0: Okay, why do I feel this way then? And I'm not saying I'm Right, but I'm telling you, this is how I feel about it. Why do I feel like if we go back to when the year we won the title, game seven, and that ball's in Isaiah Thomas's hand? To shoot that shot. He doesn't make it, and Kyrie does.
1: Uh, now, listen. Am I going to argue that? I'm, I'm certainly not arguing that Isaiah Thomas is a better basketball player okay. than Kyrie Irving. That's no, well, that's fair. Well, but I mean, but if 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 he's more back, comparable than not, if you go back to two years ago when when Kyrie Irving shot that shot, but if you would have went back to last year and instead of having Richard Jefferson try to lock down Kevin Durant, you had Jay Crowder, would the whole thing have been different? You know what I mean? So like, okay, if, if we that, can. That's at least a fair equivalent. We can go back and like you know try to put these guys in different positions, but at the end of the day, the Cavaliers have diversified what they're able to do. I mean, I do think that Isaiah Thomas is a poor man's Kyrie Irving. I 100% will sign off on that. I mean, Kyrie averages two more points a game, about a half an assist extra a game, about a rebound extra a game. So it's, yes,
0: it feels like to me. And again, I'm an average NBA fan. Okay. But I think more people are probably average NBA fans than like diehards. And so I think to us. It feels like Kyrie Irving is a marquee big time player. Like to me, all right, I'll make it real simple. To me, Kyrie feels like an A and Isaiah feels like a solid B.
1: Like he doesn't feel like an A. Well, and you're probably right there. Okay. I mean, like that's right. not. I, like I said, I mean, he is the poor man's Kyrie Irving. But here's the thing: if you can get 90 percent of Kyrie Irving back, well, it, and then add some and then, things, and then add diversity in defense when it comes to Jay Crowder, and add an asset, a huge asset, a, a, a an extremely valuable Brooklyn Nets pick there, which will be now guaranteed top eight, not guaranteed number one. It's but, not
0: the guaranteed number. So how
1: does this work? What do I number,
0: need? Uh, three or above is what I'll say. Likely. You feel confident that it'll be, it'll be a top three it'll pick?
1: It'll be a top three pick, correct.
0: Now, most teams in the league would probably be attracted to a top three Roll pick. Roll the dice. Because next year, I hear there's like five studs coming out next year that are all going to be really good.
1: And there's going to be teams that are in a desperate situation where it's like, dude, we have, to re- we have to rebuild this team. We have to, and Chicago will be a great example of it. There will be other teams that are, you know, dude, we have, to, we have to add something to our team, and this is an opportunity to do so. I've
0: been choosing to remain optimistic on this, and I didn't want to be guilty of hyperbole and talking about how the Cavaliers suck and they lost the trade and all this stuff but i do have concerns over what's happening here and i now if you end up waving that that first round pick in somebody's face and maybe you, you know you add shump and like a richard jefferson to it and you end up getting something great back then i like it Then I like it a lot. And I think we're probably going to have to do something like that. I don't think this roster will still have every guy that's on it right now on it. There will be two more pieces moved, is my estimation. We're
1: not even in training camp yet. Right. And I mean, like, credit to the NBA for keeping people interested during the offseason, but like you're not even in training camp. Of course the team's gonna look different. There's there's no debate about that. So like now that the Cavs which once upon a time, and I've I've brought this up since the entire Kyrie thing kind of happened, is We all kind of agreed that the Cavaliers, as stood last year with Kyrie Irving, were not as good as the Golden State Warriors, nor were they catching ground on them, nor were they capable of like adding a a player like Kevin Durant. I would agree. Because they were hamstrung by contracts. They were hamstrung by a lack of of, of mobility there. I would agree with that. And with all that being said, at least Cavs versus Warriors 4 is going to look different. It's gonna be different. Do I know how it ends? Of course I don't. But I mean at least if you run them back last year's roster
0: like again, we probably lose. We
1: probably lose in the exact same fashion, so at least now there's been movement, there's been teams, and you gotta swing, dude. You can't, you can't sit there with the bat on your shoulder. No, that like, you can't do. Oh, I can't believe I didn't get on base. Can't believe I didn't hit a home run. And, well, of course you didn't. You and didn't again,
0: I, why, I'm, why I'm okay with it, ultimately, is because we didn't trade Kyrie Irving because we didn't evaluate him properly or we don't think he's good enough. We traded him because he doesn't want to be here. And so, like, you gotta get something for him. You can't just let him go. Of course not. And... I, you know, now that you went back to Boston and you kind of shook them down for a second pick that I don't believe they really had to give you, but you did get them to do it. I mean, now you got two picks, Crowder and, and Isaiah Thomas. If Isaiah Thomas gets healthy, it's probably
1: not the worst thing. Now, a second round pick in the NBA is not worth much. That's likely to be a Canton Charge or Euro player or something like that. People, people take the NFL model of like, oh, you can find, you can yeah. find value in the fourth round. Yeah, but the NFL's seven rounds. The, like, the, I was going to say the NBA only two rounds right. for a reason. I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's only so
0: many guys that can play in the, in the big
1: 15 guys on a roster versus 52 guys right. on a roster. Not enough you, jobs. See, you, you see where the difference is there, but nonetheless, by adding these different, you know, assets by, by giving, by giving the Cavaliers front office, the availability to make moves here. I, I, I can't do anything other than celebrate this. I,
0: I hate to admit this. I hate to admit it, but I kind of want a Kyrie Irving Celtics Jersey. Now, I shouldn't wear basketball jerseys to begin with.
1: No, you're not selling drugs. No, you shouldn't.
0: But I've always really liked Boston's color scheme. I like it. Um, I, I think their building has got cool history in it and the parquet floor and all that. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, the garden feels big. Anytime yeah, you course. see a nationally televised game, it feels big there. They're, they're a storied franchise in the NBA, and now they have the point guard that I love. Kyrie was like my Cavalier. It was like my favorite Cavalier. And so, like, dude, I kind of want of want a Kyrie jersey.
1: I mean, it's not like you're going to be the only one. I mean, there's plenty of dudes out there who are going to be able to appreciate Kyrie's career beyond the Cavs. I don't think I'll necessarily be one of them. I'm not going to turn into a hater. I'm not going to be booing the dude who gave me one of the greatest sports, the greatest sports memory of my entire life. Yeah, it can't be downplayed what happened there. I mean, dude, of course it can't. We waited 51, 54 years for that to
0: happen. If I said to Browns fans that I will give you a quarterback this year that no matter what, he'll win you a Super Bowl, but... You got to send them to the Steelers next year, you'd still do it.
1: In a heartbeat. You would still do it. Of course, for a guaranteed win. I mean, that happened. That night in June happened. We all had that celebration. I moment. remember it texting you. I remember texting you, Fantone their champions like I remember I was like I couldn't believe it I mean so 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 I will never be the guy who's like oh, f Kyrie f Kyrie it was a lot easier for me the guy that was saying F LeBron I don't think I would do that same thing now that I'm just older but it was easier then because he didn't deliver on the promise where Kyrie delivered where 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 where, where that team delivered and gave us what we wanted so yeah. if you can't appreciate that beyond you know your feelings about sports of like oh well Kyrie that was a middle finger to the entire fan base no dude it was That was not an FU to you personally. That was him deciding to do something else with his career. And you got to appreciate that. I'm not buying a jersey, but at the same time, when Boston comes to the queue, it's not like I'm going to be standing there booing the guy. Do
0: you think people stand up and and cheer him and clap before the game and like an acknowledgement of like, hey, thanks. But then once you're in the game,
1: eventually do they stand up and clap? Yes. Year one, game one. No, no, it's too fresh. Three years from now when he comes back and LeBron's retired and you know Kyrie's playing for the Knicks and the Cavs are you know, terrible, then it's going to be like, dude, we remember you and we love you. But this year, this first year that he's gone, this first game that he's back, it's going to be brutal.
0: This guy just wrote me a message. He says, Stansbury, I don't think Boston plays at MSG anymore. Well, Pat, they never played at Madison Square Garden. That's where the Knicks play. The, The Boston Celtics play at the Boston Garden. Yeah. The the, 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 guard, the,
4: <laughs> okay, all right.
0: the Boston Garden is, is, is still there. That's what Boston's arena is called. So, I uh, yeah, I, I know that. I mean, I've gone and seen Cavs games at the Garden. So, like, I know that's the thing. And that building does have history in it. And I like Kyrie Irving. Now, granted, when Boston – I'll say this. When Boston shows up and they play us, I'm Team Cleveland. I want us to beat the Celtics. But I will watch more Celtics games this year than maybe I ever have since Bird because they do have Kyrie. And I feel like Boston – We may have won the trade ultimately, but you can't deny the fact that today Boston is more interesting than the Cavaliers are because you want to see, does Kyrie take them over that threshold? I think they're a little bit more interesting today.
1: Boston wins the Eastern Conference in the the regular season, but Cavs come out of the Eastern Conference finals. Yeah,
0: Vegas put the over-unders out for NBA yesterday, and they have the Cavaliers at 53-and-a-half. Which pretty much tells you LeBron's going to sit a lot. I was going to say... I'd, it's going to be low. I'd probably take the under. I'm probably going to take the under there because Fantone said this, and I think he's right about it, that, that if you thought LeBron rested too much last year, get ready. It's going to be more this year because of the loss in the finals, and I would agree with Fantone there. I think he probably rests more this year than he did last year. We'll close out the show next by telling you the best place to watch the Ohio State Buckeyes game tonight. I'll uh, fill you in next on Rock
4: 106.9. Please Relax. But this will be painless. The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. 106.9.
0: Back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at wrqk.com. Miss anything from the program today, podcast it at wrqk.com shortly after 10 a.m. You'll also be able to win your way out to Vegas at 11 o'clock this morning. That's when you get your next keyword on Rock 106.9 for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. September 22nd, 23rd, T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. We'll send you out to that at 11 o'clock is when you get your next keyword. Um, everybody is. Uh, all hearts and minds are on Houston right now with Hurricane Harvey, and I totally understand it. Um, but a good buddy of mine, Derek Hess, is a uh, is a legendary artist. Actually, he has some art in the Louvre, and uh, he, he's a legendary artist. And he's putting on a four day benefit for the mental health and addiction awareness that this country is facing problems with as well. And that's going down September thirteenth through the sixteenth. And if you need more info, I believe it's. Um, ActingOutCLE.com, but I know they're doing a free show with Andrew W.K. as part of that. So if you're an Andrew W.K. fan, head to, uh, check out ActingOutCLE.com. Find out how you grab tickets to that.
1: How could you not be an Andrew W.K.? Yeah, fan? I always I mean, really honestly. liked Andrew
0: W.K. That's why my buddy Marty is. I, I actually know him better than I know Derek, and he's Derek's manager. And, uh, you know, he reached out to me. He's like, dude, did you hear about this Andrew W.K. show I'm doing? I said, yeah, I did. I kind of want to go to that. But I didn't want to be one of those people that, like, called you when you have something going on. i be like, dude, give me tickets to that. And he's like, no, man, I've obviously got you taken care of. He's like, so if you want to come check that out. And uh, I think this is good. I know Derek is, for those of you that don't know, Derek Hess is an amazing artist. And he has struggled with addiction issues his entire life. Been in and out of a couple of programs. Has his life turned around now. And uh, he believes very heavily in the mental health and addiction, uh, the link between those two things. And I would think you'd have to be crazy to deny the fact that there's a link between those two things. And so if you're interested in checking out Andrew W. Clay, it's actingoutcle.com is how you find out how you grab tickets for that. Browns are in action tonight, but also the Ohio state Buckeyes. And I'll be on hand TD's tailgate grill. I'll be at the uh, new Lake Cable Jackson township location. And TD's has put Coors Light on special. It's $2 pints and you get to keep the Ohio state glass as well. They're kicking nice. off against Indiana at 8 o'clock tonight, but I'll be out there a little early, 7.30 to 9.30. You'll be able to find me there. And I'll be getting you signed up for a pair of tickets to a future Buckeye game in the shoe in Columbus. And I'll also have Star County Fair tickets for you as well. And I'm bringing the rest of the Sandsbury Show stickers that we have. So join me tonight, TD's Tailgate Grill, Lake Cable Jackson there, 7.30 to 9.30 for the Ohio State game. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great day. See you.